From the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to the epic climbs of the Tour de France, NTT is changing the game. By delivering deeper data insights, trailblazing digital experiences, and technological innovation, they're revolutionizing the fan experience. The future of sport will be shaped by technology, and NTT is leading the way. Come along for the ride. To learn more, visit services.global.ntt. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CAPITAL200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top of it. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. 
I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on, guys? It's Monday night, which is one of the nights we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. That would be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. What are those things, you may wonder? Well, there's way too many, so I'll sum up. The things we're not allowed to talk about are aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. As always, this show's live to include you. Like I always say, I have no inside sources. I don't have any extra mutant powers or anything to that effect like the X-Men or any Spider-Sense or any Galactic Federation ambassadors, as Ryan Gable says, and I think that's hilarious. Uh, I, I don't have any inside sources. I just don't. It's, uh, it, it's, it's kind of a refreshing way to look at the world in that you guys know we talk about UFOs a lot. We talk about ufology. We talk about all that good stuff. Right, and a lot of uh, sometimes politics in the periphery, which I'll, I'll get to a smidge tonight, not to trigger anybody, but to just give some examples of uh, the manipulation that's going on because there's a lot of manipulation. But back to ufology for a sec. Uh, the thing that's frustrating about that and about political discourse and all the stuff that we're supposed to expect is you know real anymore uh, is that uh, well, it's it's um, let's say it's it all comes from or let's say much of it all is a, a bit a bit thick, but let's say all of it. I'm sorry. Some of it, a lot of it, most of it. <laughs> See what I did there. My brain just flipped on itself. No, most of it uh, comes from anonymous sources, and uh, I don't like that. It, like, it, it annoys me because it's it's manipulation in its purest form. Because it's like, okay, well, we've got from these official sources, wink, wink. We can't say who they are because, of course, you know, on a condition of anonymity, we can't tell you who these people are. But here is what they're saying, and not only is what they're saying uh, one of those things that's uh, sort of manipulating you into believing whatever propaganda it may or may not be. Because if we don't know the source, how the heck do we know. How about this? If you got an anonymous source and somebody said a particular statement about whatever, right? And uh, they said, okay, well, one source, it, it was either one of two anonymous sources, right? It was either somebody's worked in the intelligence community for most of their life, all right? And said something to that effect, kind of a nondescript person, all right? And then the, in the other breath, they said, the other one it may have been Donald Trump, all right? And I don't mean to trigger Trump lovers or Trump haters or anybody in between. I don't really care. It, it's clearly one guy is obviously boisterous and the other one is probably if you don't even know his name or wouldn't know his or her name even uh, well then right there's it, the level of discourse coming from that particular anonymous source changes quite a lot just based on who the source is okay that was my only point please don't uh, don't uh, get 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 into a, a mudslinging contest in the chat about Donald Trump I really don't care uh, but the point is right the source really uh, means something. And so when you really deal with the world in terms of anonymous sources and just say things like, well, we've got it from a source, right? Uh, on the condition of anonymity, this. Well, okay. So how do we know what if this is even remotely true? Because what if it's coming from like somebody from the CIA, right? Okay. Uh, well, uh, I don't know, right? And that's why we live in what's known as a post-truth world. And that's my long-winded way of saying that I, I just don't have any inside sources. And I'm I'm glad for that. I'm glad that I don't know anybody on the inside of anything, other than uh, myself and you guys, uh, the, the Troubled Minds Nation out there listening to news cycles, uh, watching them closely, and trying to spot the lies, trying to spot the emotional manipulations that are happening on a daily basis. And again, another long-winded way of me saying, well, 
uh, I have no inside sources, but I do have you. We have each other. And so the secret weapon of troubled minds is you. And as a result, we've got an open phone line. Looking to hear your thoughts on all these things tonight. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show. It's as easy as that. You can also join the Discord at TroubledMinds.org. That's uh, the official website. You've got uh, all kinds of stuff going on there, including the phone number, the Discord link, which, if, again, Discord's a chat client. It's a voice client. It's a way people communicate with each other. They're not too deep into the censorship game or anything. And uh, there we go. It's a little bit little bit odd, a little bit strange, but uh, that's, uh, that's what it is. So communication uh, can only be communication as long as uh, minimal censorship is involved. But then, like I was saying earlier, today in the news show it turns out there's a whole lot of um let's say um it's complicated it's complicated when you have to uh, actually moderate uh, speech online because uh we can't have nice things because people do things like death threats and they give out people's addresses and social security numbers and leak tax returns and and this is why this is why you have to police it because it's, it's turned into just really this lowest form of communication because people hide behind that anonymity and just um, just spew hate out there it's disgusting but uh, there you go. There you go. Okay. So the thing is this, right? As we get going tonight, like I said, we're streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And of course, we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And that's what's on my mind tonight uh, as we get going. I'll get I'll get going with these other manipulations. But please, a couple things. Uh, join the Discord at TroubledMinds.org. Also, join the Discord at uh, Fringe.fm slash chat. I'm watching all the chat in all the places trying to incorporate your ideas as we uh, as we go through this tonight. It's a... Uh, it, it's very good to get uh, real-time feedback on some of the things that we're talking about. Um, so I uh, love that chat. Keep it coming, guys. I appreciate that very much. And uh, please also uh, j- download the Fringe app. You can find that at your favorite uh, app store, of course. That's going to be uh, iTunes or uh, Android, wherever you get your apps, whatever kind of phone you use. And it's completely free. Just download the Fringe app. It's the easiest way to listen to Troubled Minds. You just smash the play button at precisely 7 o'clock Monday through Thursday. You'll get me. You'll get you. You'll get us. And and uh, all right, so let's do it. Let's get let's get to the manipulating, shall we? Let's just get to the manipulating because, well, while we're at it, we may as well be doing it. So let's do it. Uh, let's uh, let's go to this. This is where this begins tonight. All right, this idea right here. This is from Protocol.com, and this is what got my goat. I saw this yesterday and was like, okay, this is troubled minds tomorrow because this really, really pisses me off. All right, now we're gonna get to we're gonna get to. Uh, manipulating emotions all right now before actually before we start this before we do this real quick i I got a question for you one of the questions tonight is this in what capacity ever anywhere has emotional manipulation been a good thing can anybody explain to me how emotional manipulation has ever been a good thing please explain i want just one example if anybody can think of one example how manipulating emotions is a good thing, all right? That's the first, my musing. I was like, okay, well, uh, if this is happening, well, then we need to at least find one example of how this is good. Because if we can't even find one example of how manipulating people's emotions is a good thing, then why are we allowing this to happen? And I'll get to what this is in just a sec, okay? We'll get right back to that article. But that's the first thought tonight. Give me one example of manipulating emotions that's good. All right. Well, I'd like to know that. Just food for thought as we begin. And then let's get to the article. How about this? Companies are using AI to monitor your mood 
during sales calls. And Zoom might be next. Yeah, right? Right? Software makers claim that AI can help sellers not only communicate better, but detect the emotional state of a deal and the people they're selling to. Huh. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's super weird. All right, let's read some of this. Virtual sales meetings have made it tougher than ever for salespeople to read the room. So, some well-funded tech providers are stepping in with a bold sales pitch of their own that AI can not only help sellers communicate better, but detect the emotional state of a deal and the people they're selling to. Uh, In fact, while AI researchers have attempted to instill human emotion into otherwise cold and calculating robotic machines for decades, sales and customer service software companies, including Unifor and Sybil, (laughs) are building products that use AI in an attempt to help humans understand and respond to human emotion. Virtual meeting powerhouse Zoom also plans to provide similar features in the future. Quote, it's very hard to build rapport in a relationship in that type of environment, said Tim Harris, director of product marketing at Unifor, regarding virtual meetings. The company sells software that attempts to detect whether a potential customer is interested in what a salesperson has to say during a video call, alerting the salesperson in real time during the meeting if someone seems more or less engaged in a particular topic. What? Yeah, right there in the, in the article. The system called Q for Sales might indicate that a potential customer's sentiment or engagement level perked up when a salesperson mentioned a particular product feature, but then drooped when the price was mentioned. Sybil, a competitor, also uses AI in an attempt to analyze people's moods during a call. Yeah, all right. So again, right, uh, digital everything is better, isn't it? Isn't it? Except when you have an actual digital watchdog in real time reading your emotions through facial expression and the tone of your voice. All right. That seems fine. This is fine. This this should be fine, right? This should be good because how on earth could they use this to man- manipulate you? Very much so. Like instead of reading the room, right? Reading the room of a sales deal or whatever the hell's going on, you get this little light beep as you're giving your sales presentation. The light comes on to let you know maybe up on your monitor that your client or potential customer or whatever can't see. This light goes beep. Beep, beep. And that means you're losing their interest. And what does that mean? Well, it means you need to change your tactic and change it now. You see what's going on here? Now, not only that, right? So they're doing this in terms of sales, all right? They're doing this in terms of all the rest of these things to, well, uh, facilitate uh, business, all right? It's, it's, it's just business, guys. It's just business. Uh, so the thing is, though, if you do this and you allow this to happen everywhere, all the time, through some sort of digital medium, you put your face on camera and boom, you're being, well, not just judged in real time on the reading the room, but also on your level to be manipulated by an algorithm, all right? Now, of course, uh, we've all sat through a sales pitch, right? Uh, I, I'm one of those uh, those cranky guys that puts the uh, 
puts the 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 do do not uh, no soliciting on my door because I sleep at odd hours and I hate somebody ringing the doorbell at ten o'clock and I just fell asleep right. So it's it's for practicality purposes. I'm not really that much of a Grinch. I've heard sales pitches my whole life. I've sold things my whole life. All right, I get it. However, all right, there's sometimes you just don't want to deal with it. You just don't want to deal with it. But what if somehow, some way, they were able to maybe manipulate, oh, I don't know, the status of your home based on, oh, just for instance, maybe the level of a yard work, or let's say maybe the level of, uh, oh, I don't know, pride you have, a, an American flag hanging out front of patriotic pride, or whatever, right? Imagine they start doing this for door-to-door sales and really reading the... Yeah, through AI, through some sort of AI component, reading the temperature of the deal before they even knock on the door, right? To maybe have different angles. You like scan the house real quick. It does a little uh, algorithmic investigation and then sends you talking points back as the salesperson for when you knock on that door, you sort of have maybe a step ahead, right? I don't know. I think there's a little bit of weirdness to this. That's just an example of how this can go to the next level in the non-digital world, okay? So, I don't know. As this really gets going, it it um, it really, really infuriates me because you cannot tell me. Like I said, I'm still looking for an example. If you guys, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this so far. 702-957-1037. I'm looking for, first, an example or two or three or whatever of a time when manipulating people's emotions is a good thing. You can you can base it on a good thing, all right? Uh, and I see uh, MJ's in the chat saying, uh, t- talking someone about jumping off a building and things like this. Good examples. Uh, breaking up a bar fight, slowing things down so people don't kill each other. Got it, all right? Okay, so what about uh, in non-dangerous situations? How about that? I think you can probably, uh, you know, those are good examples and thank you for that. But when is just in a normal sales setting, manipulating people a good idea? <laughs> oh boy all right uh, there you go what's up uh, i just hang up says adonna <laughs> yeah right have you ever done that when they call and you're like yeah hello and they're like ah, blah 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 and they're talking and talking and talking and you're like uh no thank you no th- please good luck have a great day no thank you and they they just keep talking they don't even like allow you a space to like and so you do you have to hang up right they're just like blah 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 and you're like uh no i don't i really don't want a uh, solar roof no no thank you no no uh, excuse me no thank you and they just hang up you get you get frustrated and hang up because they're just blah 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 and right i don't know right so there's that obviously and clearly that's different that's uh, that's cold phone sales but we're talking about a meeting on Zoom, let's say a sales meeting, and in real time, the software's reading your face to manipulate your emotions to get the deal, right? To get the deal. That's pretty wild here, all right? So uh, let's read a little bit more of this. This gets, uh, this gets pretty crazy, right? So uh, Unifor software incorporates computer vision, speech recognition, natural language processing, and emotion AI to pick up on the behavioral cues associated with someone's tone of voice eye and facial movements, or other nonverbal body language, and analyzes that data to assess their emotional attitude. Ah, your emotional attitude, right? That, there you go. You're being, again, judged by a computer in real time, even, let's say, but how did, okay, and so for instance, let's play devil's advocate for just a second regarding AI. What if uh, I didn't get a lot of sleep? Because uh, when, when there's a full moon, when there's a new moon, I don't sleep well. I just don't. 
right? But how's the computer supposed to know this about me, right? Maybe other people have have a similar issue or whatever, right? For, uh, m- most other times I sleep okay, right? Not great, but okay, all right? But I'm not trying to make this all about me. I'm using it as an example. Now, how does the computer not know that I'm just a little tired today because I didn't get enough sleep? And so my facial expression is naturally, well, disinterested. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So basically, if you, if you take AI and you try and determine people's emotional attitude, I love that, uh, then there's a whole lot of factors you just don't really have uh, to kind of put into the algorithm, right? It can kind of just uh, determine based on a limited data set, because I mean, we're talking about a sales call, unless of course, right, they're keeping huge databases of your, you know, Mike's in a grumpy mood on Mondays, but not so much on Tuesdays, right? So then they call you on Tuesday instead. So you see, right, this starts to become a larger and larger scale operation, okay? And uh, you think that uh, the, the big brother and the rest of that stuff is terrifying? Well, I've always said that it's not just the government. It's not just uh, you know these the big surveillance state as it is. And I always talk about uh, UBI or um, the, uh, the 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 Fedcoin, the Digi Digi Dollar being the final piece in the surveillance puzzle. Well, that's for the government, all right. But what about when every private corporation is built into these databases and they share this data, huge, huge, huge data sets, right? Well, that's what's uh, that's what we're looking at. This this starting to become. They'll be like, okay, so we know don't call Mike on Mondays. He's usually pretty cranky. If you do call him afternoon, uh, if you call him Tuesday, probably around 10 a.m. is the best time. That's when he's the most receptive to sales meetings. And the only reason we know this is because we're tapping into the database of Mike in his Zoom calls, uh, the whole history of his Zoom calls. You, you, see what's, you see what's going on here. Now tell me. Now tell me that's not actual emotional manipulation, right? They're trying to get to basically the core of what a human being is and then figuring it out kind of in a backwards capacity in that, well, this time of day, Mike is on on point. This time of day, Mike is disinterested. So we're going to call Mike at this time to try and sell him the thing. You see what I'm saying here? So as this goes, right, there's a little bit more here. So um, this this is pretty crazy. Okay, so it, it, it uh, does... Uh, it, uh, picks up behavioral cues, again, tone of voice, eye and facial uh, movements, other nonverbal body language, and then analyzes the data to assess their emotional attitude, all right? And then there's an actual digital emotion scorecard. There you go, your digital emotion scorecard. This will go down on your permanent record, right? So here we go. Uh, sitting alongside someone's image on camera during a virtual meeting, the cue for sales application visualizes emotion through fluctuating gauges indicating detected levels of sentiment and engagement based on the system's combined interpretation of their satisfaction, happiness, engagement, surprise, anger, disgust, fear, or sadness. The software requires video calls to be recorded and it is only able to assess someone's sentiment when that individual customer or room full of potential customers and the sales salesperson have approved recording. Oh, Mm, I see. I see. Okay. So I'm just telling you, right? This to me seems not like a good thing. This seems not good at all. And of course, for many reasons, uh, again, it, it, removing, uh, we're talking more and more about, uh, you know, the metaverse and we're talking about, uh, you know, the online and, you know, uh, 
maybe just just removing person to person contact, which COVID has done a ton of, right? Uh, wink, wink. Now, now we instead of uh, meeting people uh, for for lunch and having a sales meeting, or maybe on the golf course, you do it through Zoom because of the plague, right? So the plague uh, forced us inside, and it forced us to to adopt Zoom, and literally made Zoom probably the largest uh, video conferencing software in the world. Uh, COVID, right? Zoom and COVID were like. I don't know, flim and flam, I guess you would say, right? And so, well, here we are. Here we are. So instead of just uh, picking up the phone and calling or having a meeting or whatever it is, we're doing Zoom, and we can actually gauge our interest and, and engagement levels based on exactly what's happening with this. Now, that's the worst. That's well, one of the worst parts about this. But I don't know. You tell me. So is there ever a point you, you can consider, again, violence aside, that m- emotional manipulation is a good thing. That's the first question tonight. The second question is, do you think given all the data that let's say Twitter, Facebook, uh, Google, and all the rest of these guys, I don't know, FaceApp and all the rest of this, all the data that they have on us, once they start sharing this sort of information behind the scenes with these huge corporations and renting out data sets to, I don't know, Zoom or other people, well, do you think we stand a chance, right? Have you ever bought something you didn't want to buy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you ever been talked into it and you didn't want to be talked into it? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, well, now we have computers gauging every minute moment of interest, engagement, surprise, shock, anger, displeasure to try and hook you on the sale. Love to hear your thoughts on this emotional manipulation. An example where this is a good thing, number one. Number two, do you think allowing computers to digitally manipulate our emotions could ever be a good thing? 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More AI, Zoom meetings, digital manipulation, and you as the emoticon when we return. Be right back. From the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to the epic climbs of the Tour de France, NTT is changing the game. By delivering deeper data insights, trailblazing digital experiences, and technological innovation, they're revolutionizing the fan experience. The future of sport will be shaped by technology, and NTT is leading the way. Come along for the ride. To learn more, visit services.global.ntt. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. 
And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Tonight, we're taking your phone calls as we discuss the idea of algorithmic manipulation of your emotions. Not just a clandestine style like they used to do. It is now a sales feature coming soon to zoom you got it love to hear your thoughts on this 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 we'll put you on the phone it's as easy as that and so the question is whenever ever ever has manipulating people by emotions been a good thing and two do you think delegating this task which is a pretty nefarious task to ai is any amount better? Let's go to Joe in Florida. Welcome to Troubled Minds, my friend. Go right ahead. How are you tonight? Not too bad. Uh, surprising. Uh, good show. You know, good, good topic, actually. Because when I flipped it on, I'm like, well, how can this apply? And then I'm thinking, in a way, I've done some of this uh, much slower than a computer. So let me just start with the FTC rule. Nobody here probably knows what the FTC rule is, but the funeral industry is the only industry that it was, I think, I want to say it was like 1984. Go figure, 1984. But that's when a rule, I just looked it up, that that's when a law from the Federal Trade Commission was applied for pricing and what they call a la carte pricing because the funeral industry was well known for quite a while to take advantage of people at the worst time of their lives, okay? And it, despite that rule, it still goes on today. But the rule where it really holds teeth is, is if you come in the door, the minute we talk about price, if you come in the door of my senior loan, the minute we talk about price, i got to give you a price list. And that price has to be consistent. Not, and it shouldn't matter who, what race, what religion, Whoever comes through that door to get the same price. Now, that's a rule. If you look at, if you bought something, if you bought a funeral prearranged ahead of time, you still have three days to cancel. I'm not sure how many other industries have three days to cancel and get their money back. So let's just say you were buying something. I mean, I get ads on Facebook all the time, and I click on some of them because I might like a fancy watch or a pair of shoes that, you know, may not be too expensive. But you do have people that might have mental illness, might be bipolar, might go on at night and just start buying things. And if that AI is so tuned to no emotion, it's going to take advantage of that. This is a case of technology, again, going faster than the laws that might be applied um, for sales. Um, I'll give you an advantage of emotional reading 
they read you. And for sales, the little tips that people give you, somebody will call me on the phone and ask for a cremation price. And if I, t- I, I tell them pretty much the way I say it, and I can get in trouble for this because they want the maximum amount they can get, which could be disgusting. So I have to play this game so I can sleep at night. But I tell people on our price list, our cremation price is two grand. Okay. However, and I should wait. So if you do that, let's say I'm an AI, but I'm, when I give people the price, you pause. And sometimes the people on the other end of the line don't even tell you that's too much. Or if they take a pause, they might just go ahead and do it. Sometimes they do it because they feel guilty. Sometimes they do it because they don't want to deal with it, moving their loved one around. Okay? Sometimes they do it because it's the middle of the night. But all of them are probably emotionally spent from what they've been through. Okay? So that's like how my industry works. The way I learned to, to do my job was to be honest, because at least in my business, and I think in any business, if you're going to buy a car, if you're going to buy a funeral, I think the person that comes in there should be excited. Not that you want to be excited about a funeral, but it should sell itself, if that makes sense. Yeah, manipulation well, to me, you know, the, manipula- the manipulation is superficial. It's the, manipula- the manipulation of AI looking at that is probably 10 times better than looking at a commercial for a Toyota. You know, for Toyota Fund, when they try to build excitement in these commercials. So, um, I think it's totally disgusting. But at the same time, I can't say that my business, most of the time, I'm able to sleep at night. But sometimes, I'll give you an example that happened to me today. And it's not so much AI, but the call was recorded, and a human being might as well be AI. A human being listens to that recording, and somebody called today, and they told me that their loved one, who was an ex, was indigent. They go, they're indigent. And I told the family, look, my cremation price is two, a little bit more than two grand, but I can help you to 1300 That's the best I can do. There's reasons for that with my place without getting into the details. However, if they're indigent, that means nobody can really sign. So let me help you. What I had to do was I had to hang up the phone, my recorded line, and I had to call the family back on the cell phone, my cell phone. And I had to explain to the family that all these calls are recorded for training and quality purposes. So now basically, if you're going to go on Twitter or whatever it is you're going to go on, they're going to have to tell you that all your conversations can be recorded or manipulated. If I hear the article correctly. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we're all just going to be data sets pretty much at this point in time. And then is the data going to patrol itself? So like where I have a human being that listens to my phone calls and literally scores me on their basis. If I made an emotional collect, collect connection with the family, I literally, I literally have been told, you didn't make an emotional connection, but yet the family still came in and did a contract. 
because I didn't, because the family didn't want emotional connection. They didn't want any BS. They wanted the truth. And that's another thing. I think maybe, I think human, I think a lot of us, okay, with the age of the internet, with all the evils, I think if we are going to purchase something, we should be educated in that. And I think a lot of us here listening probably do educate ourselves before we make a purchase. Shame on us if we should be manipulated. Okay. Um, with being educated about something, that's why I actually, that's how I try to sell it. This, this is why you need it. This is why it needs to work. You don't have to tell me now, no pressure. But I get graded. And if the algorithm is going to keep evolving, uh, is it going to grade itself, I guess? Yeah, you well... Know, does, that, does that touch on any of us? Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, and those of you that don't know, so Joe actually is a funeral director, uh, and that's that's his uh, line of work. You probably picked up on that, but if you don't know, it probably makes it all snap into focus here. And and again, interesting. You said 1984 was the date that the FTC put this in that said you couldn't manipulate people uh, on an emotional basis in a time of strife like this when somebody had passed away. And right, but I mean, and, and the a la carte pricing, like you said, if if somebody gets a price, the other person gets a price. You know what they haven't done that with, by the way. Healthcare. <laughs> they haven't Medical. done that with healthcare. Yeah, healthcare. Exactly. They haven't done it with health. Like it's exactly. like, oh, how much can you pay? Well, okay, well, that's the price. <laughs> that's the price. No, it's higher than that. But you know, we're we're gonna go with how much you can pay or how much your insurance. You know, I mean, it, it's it's unbelievably stupid. All of this, but but okay. So take this to the next level. You get a phone call and they're like, uh, this AI in real time is sort of gauging these stress levels and parameters of this the, the voice conversation that you're having with the individual uh, as you're speaking to them. Like you said, if they pause, you sort of know it's sort of like the human interaction sort of those nonverbal cues or verbal cues you get that make you go, okay, look, I can help you. This is the best I can do type of thing. But what if uh, the light starts popping on the phone? It like goes green. If like they're receptive, it goes red. If they're not based on what, you know, like it, it's starting to tell you through sort of this voice strain analysis, uh, what you should say next. And even maybe possibly print out in real time, a script of what you should say to, uh, let's say maximize profits. What about that? Because <laughs> that's where this is headed, man. So, so, I mean, so here's the thing. I mean, I don't. I could call it after midnight. You got a few more minutes. I have that now. It's called a pre-need salesperson. The business is very. Working for a company, a corporation, you could do a whole show on. I could do an expose on. It's already been done before, but I could do it again. And uh, I'm looking to maybe get out to a you know you know to a family-run place where the price is the price. But here's the thing. I'll give you an example today. Uh, you know, it, it's usually once a week. I, I get a full, I had a baby call. This is God honest truth happened today. We had a baby call, uh, 19 weeks. Okay. We usually don't charge for that. Sometimes I'll charge like a hundred bucks because I got to file paperwork, but I don't make the hundred bucks. The company takes it, right? But a hundred bucks is fair. That's what I, I deem fair because some death certificates take a little more filing than others. But anyway, so it was a baby call. It was over Easter weekend, whatever you believe. I don't want to offend anybody. So uh, the holiday, whatever. So I come in today, and I have to have the counselor with me because they've got to give me a piece of data. They, they have a data set, and they hold the data set hostage so I can make my contract. 
So when I told the counselor, look, we're not charging for this. She was like, why am I even going to bother? Because there's no lead in it for her. But sometimes I'll be on the phone and the families will tell me things. And she'll be in the background going, no, 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 no. Let it go, let it go. Let them go. Where on the funeral director spot, I'm supposed to be helping people. So if I'm determining, hey, how is there a next of kin? Is this easy? If the family tells me, sometimes I'll tell the family, and it's, it's callous, but I'll give them a price. I don't want to play a price game because that's undignified. But if I tell the family, look, would $9.95 work for you? Sometimes they just say, yeah, go ahead and do it. I might leave money on the table. I might not. But they're gonna, they might tell 10 other people that I've helped them. But I literally have somebody in the background telling me to let it go. And the reason why they're telling me to let it go is because if I sell to the family that's passed away at $1,000, the counselor, my, my preemie person, if they have a chance to follow up, they know they're not going to follow up with any contract of any value where they can make a commission. Okay. I can imagine that an AI might get rid of commission salespeople, at least in my business, because we're pretty much on DocuSign now. But yes, I have that now. And it's called a salesperson. And all that computer is going to do is be a, a souped up, super thinking salesperson. And you're basically taking a lie detector test and putting it on the phone to literally track the nuances of whoever you talk to, which is pretty scary. That's pretty scary. Especially in my business. Especially in my business. Yeah. Because here's the other thing. There's little tricks that happen again today. It's funny you have the show because all of this happened today. But there's old tricks where if you tell a family, it, you know, how do you plan? Like before you even talk about price, you tell a family, how do you plan to pay? And they might say an insurance policy. And you tell them, okay, how much is that policy for? And they might tell you it's 10 grand. Guess what? Now I know how much I can get you for. Right. Okay. Which right. I've seen happen. Or, or I've yeah. seen it happen. Or like in real time, the computer does like a real like a real life credit check, maybe an estimate of people's net worth, yep. right? And starts to actually price accordingly, like they do with healthcare already. Right? It's like it's like uh, again, don't yep. get me started on taxes and healthcare. Happy tax day, by the way. Happy tax day. <laughs> but okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but but you're right because here's what we do. This is the, the primitive version. Sometimes my my old boss. He would look up their name on the tax record, see how big their house was. Okay? But not always, you can't always judge a book by its cover, but you can tell how big the house was. Um, I'll look people up on Facebook just to see the background pictures. I will do that. But it's not to bilk anybody. Most of the time it's, so I don't have to have a, uh, a pricing game. When they come in, I'm going to be like, today I feel like 1400 I don't care. The one thing about my company is from the funeral standpoint, because we do sales and we do funerals, but my immediate boss is in my line of defense, the funeral portion. I've never really gotten in trouble for giving breaks, which has kept me there. But now the sales portion, you know, they want to come on our side, and it's a constant battle. So, you know, that's my business. It's a unique view for my business, okay? Um, but what could go wrong? A million things. A million 
a million things, and, and the AI is going to listen. And it's going to, like you said, it's going to analyze. Again, you know, guy today was an accountant. He was an accountant. He probably he seemed like he had money. We had a we had a family member on the phone on a conference call. She she told the family right in front of us, if you need help, you know, paying for it, let me know. All these things. So all that data was left in the air. So I don't have to leave money on the table, right? So how do you approach that honestly? Sometimes you could just show them, and that's another thing with everything. Sometimes you could just show them one price and not even mention it a la carte. So I have a price list. Imagine going, when you do go to the hospital and doctor, you don't have a freaking clue what you're going to pay, right? No. At least in my place, <laughs> no. I, I go, here's the package. It's, it's like going to McDonald's. I go, here's the package. Here's the thing. If you're going to do something, these things might be important to you. That's what I tell people. Uh, you might want to earn, I says, it's not, and they, they were things with allowance. I go, it's not an allowance. You pay for it. I tell people, you're paying for this. However, this is middle of the road. It's not a little bit upper than a basic a la carte. Well, how much is the a la carte? And I'm like, ah, oh, it's 2400 I could give you a little break on that, but if you want to get in there and all that, that's still going to be extra. So people, I try to educate people so they can just find the value in it and never pressure them. So I'm like, look, if it takes you a couple of days to pay, that's fine. I'm not going to hold up your cremation or anything, you know, but that's me. Most of the time, most of the time, you know, you walk into a car sales, you know, a sales lot, you walk into a doctor's office, you're going to get hosed, and you're going to get hosed. <laughs> exactly. Wait, so you're saying that there are some ball-busting funeral directors out there that will be like, well, then we're just going to have to hold up the cremation, you know, and then try and, like, extort you for more money? Oh, Is that, we, that, that happens out there? <laughs> oh, we, we, we had, not, we, not my location in particular, but I don't care if it's on the internet, I'm not going to mention locations, but we had a body come back in the casket because the family couldn't pay for the ground. Okay. And you know that that was a hill of beans because you know that the salesperson that was in there, because here's the thing that nobody knows. The funeral director could sell you a funeral and the funeral director could sell you a cremation. The funeral director typically does not sell you cemetery property. You understand that goes to a salesperson that's usually unlike, that's usually unlicensed. Okay. And like any other piece of real estate, they will take you for a ride if they can. And I, I watched it happen two weeks ago. Okay. I watched so, the body come back in the casket from, from another location. And I was pretty disgusted. And I said to myself, the funeral director didn't stand up for the family. The sales guy probably milked them. And because I've gotten into fights with, with, uh, with salespeople because they tried the same thing with me. I had a kid that died. They wanted to put them in, their, in the cemetery. But... I had a Catholic cemetery that donated the space. And when my portion of the arrangement was finished and the sales guy said, let me take you down to our cemetery. And the family said, no, 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 we already have a space. It was donated to us. The sales guy basically said, oh, well, I want to talk to the priest and see how much money you raised. I literally had to tell the family in Spanish, you know, just say, which you wait till I call you. They, and they got the picture because the guy that was sitting next to me was a jerk. So imagine AI doing all that secret stuff, all that manipulation. I, I just think I've been on too long, so thank you. But, um, yeah, it's pretty disgusting. And I, I, the only thing I use is Facebook, thank God. Uh, very, very uh, just ridiculous, ridiculous. Good show. 
Thank you. I, I appreciate the insight. I appreciate the call. Like I said, uh, without uh, hearing your perspective, your your perspective teaches me. It teaches us. And uh, like I said, you you do something not a lot of people think about, but you see it every single day. So uh, invaluable perspective, not just as a human being, but as a professional. I appreciate you a lot, my friend. Thank you for uh, chiming in tonight. Always a pleasure. It's all right, guys. Have a good week. Good night. Wish me luck because I am maybe going to hopefully manage a cremation place where the price is the price. It's a fair price. And we own our own crematory, which means a lot. So if anybody out there ever has questions, uh, I don't know, maybe like uh, send, me a, send me a message on uh, whatever it is. We use a Discord or something. I don't know. So, all right. Have a good night, people. Appreciate it, bro. You too. Uh, great call. Joe in Florida. And this is what I'm saying. I like to call his uh, his profession there, the, the funeral business, uh, the invisible process, right? P- like you never think about it as a function or an economy or whatever it is until somebody passes and then suddenly uh, it has to be a thing. So, um, but uh, these, these things happen uh, and it's unfortunate. It's uh, it's like, like he was saying, like Joe was saying, the level of manipulation is, well, uh, it's based on humanity. So what happens when you remove humanity? I, I think uh, and start to, you know, start manipulating people based in AI and like good profit numbers and all the rest of this stuff. It's sick. It, this becomes a sick thing. So the reason I'm talking about this tonight in terms of the real emoticons, if you guys see the, uh, the thumbnail there, think about this, right? And we're talking about uh, manipulating emotions through AI, okay, and through Zoom and sales calls and how this is all going to be built in very, very soon to everything, basically. If you're online, it's going to be built in, right? They're going to be able to run back and do my facial expressions when you call and see if I'm interested in your phone call, right? Like that type of crap. So uh, here, now here's the thing. The real emoticon, remember when the emojis actually first came out? They were called emoticons, right? But it sounds pretty evil. It sounds like a Decepticon, right? It sounds like, it sounds like a, a bad transformer, right? Like uh, it just sounds bad. The emoticons, right? You could click the emo- send me an emoticon, the little poo-poo, the little poo-poo emoticon, right? But then suddenly, right, they had to remove that and they noticed how the name changed and it became emoji, right? Oh, it's cute now. Send me the poo-poo, the poop emoji and it's cute, right? Oh, that's adorbs, right? It's 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 cute. The emoji's now cute. The emoticon, well, sounded evil. It sounds sounded sinister. But look what's happening now. In this world of manipulative tech, again going back to this article just real fast, with Zoom actually using an a real AI real time to take the temperature of sales calls and engagement and employee conversations as it's uh, not just sales calls let's say internal uh conference calls things like this i'll get to that momentarily but notice real quick they changed the name from emoticon to emoji so who is left holding the bag of the emoticon that's right it's you. <laughs> it's you. It's me. It's uh, we become the emoticons. We become the things being manipulated. And if you look at the thumbnail, you see, right? It's going to be a the little uh, poo poo emojis or whatever are going to be in real time updated by our engagement level and pop up on some little screen, some little heads up display that salespeople have to let us know 
Well, what's going on inside of our head? Uh, Tell me, is this sinister? Is this not? I got some other examples of this as we go and some terrifying turns this could take. So love to hear your thoughts on this, of course, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show. I appreciate Joe sharing his knowledge of uh, sales and the funeral business and thinking in terms of removing the human element from sales entirely. Well, what does that look like? Love to hear your thoughts what do you know about this is this terrifying is this par for the course is this well don't worry because it gets worse all right love to hear your thoughts this is trouble minds i'm michael strange 702-957-1037 don't go anywhere more about the real emoticons which by the way is you manipulative tech and more when we return be right back don't go anywhere From the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to the epic climbs of the Tour de France, NTT is changing the game. By delivering deeper data insights, trailblazing digital experiences, and technological innovation, they're revolutionizing the fan experience. The future of sport will be shaped by technology, and NTT is leading the way. Come along for the ride. To learn more, visit services.global.ntt. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. We are talking about alien, the alien abduction phenomenon. The aliens are, are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. Through that optic nerve, they're transferring to your brain. People are and they also feel them planting or receiving memories or ideas or images
somewhere in space time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. And asking questions of you in earnest. Into the digital darkness. Good evening and welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on, guys? It's Monday night. Monday doesn't suck. Your job just sucks. This is the show where we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. Monday through Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific. What are those things, you may ask? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. As always, we're doing this live to include you and to take your phone calls. We're streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And, of course, we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. The number to call, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show. It's as easy as that. You can also join the Discord at troubledminds.org. Phone number is there. Discord is there. All the social media links, all the podcast stuff is all there. Troubledminds.org, one-stop shop for all things Troubled Minds. And, uh... There you go. I think, let's see, we got that, we got that, the other thing. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah. So uh, we're streaming on Rockfan, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. If uh, Please join the Fringe Discord as well, fringe.fm slash chat, and also please download the Fringe app. You can find that at, of course, your um, Apple or your Android app store, and it's completely free, and at 7 p.m. Pacific, it's the easiest way to listen to Troubled Minds. Just smash the play button Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m., and you'll get me. You'll get us. You'll get Troubled Minds Nation. You'll get uh, all all the other amazing programming that happens on fringe fm all right let's do it let's roll now this this now this gets even creepier right so this this the whole level of this starting from this one article this is an article by protocol.com this is what we're talking about uh, companies are using AI to monitor your mood during sales calls, right? And Zoom might be next. Zoom, of course, is the one everybody uses. Everybody uses Zoom for uh, conference calls, internal stuff, external stuff, sales calls, all the rest of this. And what they're talking about, right? You see this little uh, thing. It says client emotion status, and it's got little emojis, right, uh, based here. And this is sort of exactly what's going on with this concept tonight is the real notice the name emoticon used to be what the emojis were before they became emojis, right? And then I don't know if it was a branded thing or whatever. It's definitely a lot cuter to say than emoticon because emoticon sounds like a Decepticon. It sounds like something evil, right? Well, an emoji, oh, it's just so adorbs, right? So we have this. We have this, uh, you, in this day and age, you and me, we're the emoticons. You know why? Because we're the enemy. Because you take this software, again, this is from, uh, they're going to implement this into Zoom coming up very soon. Just going to burn through a bunch of this real fast to catch you guys up. So check this out. Uh, Sitting alongside someone's image on a camera during a virtual meeting, the cue for sales application, which is this entire uh, emotional manipulation gizmo, visualizes emotion through fluctuating gauges indicating detected levels of sentiment and engagement based on the user's combined interpretation of their satisfaction, happiness, engagement, surprise, anger, disgust, fear, or sadness. The software requires video calls to be recorded and is only able to assess someone's sentiment when that individual customer approves of the recording, of course, right? But here's what it does, right? It's looking for cues associated with someone's tone of voice, 
eye and facial movements, and other nonverbal body language. Then it analyzes that data to assess their emotional attitude. All right, that's a t-shirt right there, emotional attitude with a middle finger. I got your emotional attitude right here. Now, look, the thing is, some of these things, like we talk about this this sort of uh, version of getting together and talking as people, but then also with this sort of digital divide or that digital darkness, like I, like I've called it in the past, is that, you know, it's magical. It really is. And that, look, without all this great uh, actual technology, you're not listening to me right now, right? I'm, I'm in a secret bunker buried underground somewhere in the Nevada desert, and you guys are listening to me right now, wherever you're at, and you're, 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 you're seeing me on camera and all the rest of this. Without like a high, uh, like, a, like a, a really hot internet connection, this doesn't happen. Without a really nice computer, right? It doesn't happen. This stuff doesn't happen, all right? So don't get me wrong. I, I understand that technology can be a two-way street. And of course, I see myself as different than emotionally manipulating the masses. Because of course, uh, we have transparency as part of that. Again, 702-957-1037. Give me a call. We'll put you on the show. You can talk about this. If you think I'm off the rails, that's fine. That's what this is about. It's about talking to people. It's not about like gauging their interests through AI algorithms and then trying to sell them things they don't want. You get? You copy? All right. So anyway... So here we go. So this is the craziest part. It starts here. It starts with this. Zoom is going to implement this contraption, this gizmo. There's competing products right now that are trying. They're called Unifor and Sybil. And they're actually trying to uh, set up, uh, it, well, uh, just a reading your emotions during a sales call. So if the, the sales uh, uh, pitch is not paced appropriately to manipulate you just perfectly, you'll get real-time readings of whether this uh, reading the room, right, digitally. Now, is that creepy or what, right? Not, so, so, okay, so that's how this begins, all right? Now, the second part is this. Now, talking about uh, when this is a thing, uh, me- meaning that um, if we start uh, allowing these uh, uh, sort of readings of sales calls, we also start to get, uh, you know, we've got, we're talking about facial recognition software. We're talking about uh, uh, huge data sets in terms of um, maybe uh, being able to uh, stick with, um, what would you say? Like, uh, uh, well, make it persistent. So, so you don't just go to this, this, uh, this thing, right? And, and get uh, whatever it's called, uh, one more time, Sybil and uh, it's Q for sales. It's going to analyze people's moods during the call. But you don't just get that, all right? What happens if it becomes persistent? And then each time they have me, let's say, let's say I have, uh, let's say I'm a client. I'm looking to buy some things, uh, some, some whatever, some uh, uh, things for my business, okay? And I'm taking Zoom calls with all the different uh, business providers of services and things that I need, all right? Now, what happens when I've already had three or four or five calls with different competing uh, services and Zoom has been collecting my data points so the last person to talk to me the last company to talk to me actually through these giant data sets is has an advantage because they know right they know uh, when I, when I, when I, you know, uh, even if I don't like visibly, like you're a good poker player or whatever, you don't visibly roll your eyes like, oh boy, right? Or like pop, your eyes pop out of your head when you're surprised, right? Let's say you're still pretty like stoic and you don't really change your emotions that much, at least visibly, you know, except to the most, most, uh, let's say keen eyed AI observer. But so let's say the next step, right? 
Now they start collecting big data sets, right? And if you think that's t- too tinfoil hat, well, I got an example of this. Recently, Elon Musk, okay, uh, put in an offer for Twitter, right? And uh, you guys heard this. There's a whole bunch of drama going on and all, all kinds of stuff, right? So Elon Musk, check this out. Now, this is pretty wild. There's been some hit pieces regarding uh, Elon Musk, of course, because you know he's going to kill free speech. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. But look at this. Now, speaking of data sets, right? Now, this is the terrifying thing. And look how they frame this. And they think we're so stupid, right, that we don't notice what's going on here. But check this out. This is from Business Insider. And look at this. Just real quick to kind of tie this into some actual current events. Now, the amount of data Elon Musk would have access to if he privatized Twitter, quote, cannot be compared to anything that has ever existed per report. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, this is fine, right? This is fine. So notice, right? They're like, okay, if you, if you, if this guy, if Elon Musk, the devil, or whatever you want to call this guy, right? Everybody's calling him the devil, the demon now. He's a right winger. He's this, that, he's the other thing, right? If he succeeds, he's going to access so much information that it cannot be compared to anything that has ever existed. We're talking about a data set so large, they're putting it in these terms. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? No matter what you think about Elon, look what's happening. They're basically saying, we have enough information that it cannot be compared to anything that has ever existed. <laughs> right? And we're like, oh, so it's fine that like a, a corporate board of, uh, you know, uh, probably nefarious actors that nobody knows anything about are controlling this amount of information, right? And now we're talking big data sets. And not just big data sets, I have to say it again, a data set so big, it cannot be compared to anything that has ever existed. You get what I'm saying here? Now, look. Are we foolish enough to believe, one, that that statement is true? I think actually Facebook probably has a larger data set than Twitter, to be perfectly honest, right? Because they they know what you eat for breakfast because you're posting your breakfast picture up on the thing. Twitter probably doesn't know that, I guess, unless you live tweet that crap too, right? I'm pretty sure Facebook is a larger spyware operation than Twitter. So I don't think it cannot be compared to anything that has ever existed. I don't think that's true. But in the sense that, Let's say that Twitter or Facebook or one of these guys could actually lend or sell or rent their data sets to Zoom for sales calls, meaning that they could have a ton of information about me before they ever even have a Zoom sales call with me, right? You see what I'm saying here? So if they, if, if they start sharing data in these gigantic data sets, again, cannot be compared to anything that has ever existed. Let's read just a little bit of this. Let's see. Elon Musk's plan to privatize Twitter has spurred concern among privacy experts and social media researchers, including one former Harvard professor who told the Washington Post, ha, of course, that having one person in control of the social platform is a disaster for user privacy. Oh, really? Really? Oh, really? And so we're, we're, we're expected to trust the nameless bureaucrats that currently have access to this, right? The new CEO of Twitter, Jack Bounce. Jack is out of Twitter because he got sick of their shenanigans, right? He said as much recently. And so, well, who's taking this over? Nameless 
faceless bureaucrats on the board that own like 17 shares combined outside of Jack, right? Speaking of Twitter, just in terms of Twitter, all right? But here we go. The former uh, professor and author of The Age of Surveillance Capitalism, Soshana Zuboff, said huge ad revenue and unregulated data collection about user behavior have changed the social media industry, which now holds incredible sway over real-world events, all right? going to tie it back hang tight because content on social media platforms can influence public opinion and lead to changed behaviors she said the people in control of the sites hold a tremendous amount of power right and so basically they're like not elon musk right just a hit piece so so you're telling me this this huge amount of data already exists all right twitter is in control of this unbelievable data set where they know a ton of stuff about us they should not know all right they should not know this stuff and so they're basically saying if you hand it over to elon musk he becomes darth vader though let's be real and let's say that based on the amount of data they've already lifted darth vader already exists just in another form See what's going on here. Now, take this again. Take this idea. Take this idea again. All these links from the description below. I am not outright making this stuff up. It could be, and as you know me, a lot of this stuff could be completely fabricated. It could be spun. It could be politicized. It could be hit pieces, which I believe this is, of course. But the point is that if they're talking in terms of, well, the amount of data that Elon Musk would have access to cannot be compared to anything that has ever existed. It currently exists. It currently exists. All right. Now, look, this gets even creepier. More and more creepy, right? Well, so what are your thoughts here? As we go, looking to hear from you guys. Uh, this is not a one-way thing. This is I'd love to hear your thoughts. Now, regarding emotional manipulation by software, and then two, we're talking about data sets so large just with Twitter. And to me, I think Twitter, honestly, is probably not as good uh, spyware-wise as Facebook and Google, all right? So clearly, this is, this is an inaccurate statement because when Elon goes to Mars, he's also going to buy Facebook and Google. Book it. <laughs> it's coming, right? But okay, all right. Just, just There you go. There's my, there's my dramatic statement for the day. But, but okay, so the amount of data that Twitter has and it's going to be, let's say, change hands if Elon succeeds cannot be compared to anything that has ever existed. Flat-out lie because I think it can. I think it can be compared to uh, Facebook and Google. Their data uh, mechanisms have been uh, farming information about people for a very, very, very long time, right? So the thing is, uh, longer than Twitter's existed. So, well, you tell me. Exactly. What's up? Ed Rush over on uh, Rockfin says, these nerds are going to kill us. (laughs) I love the sentiment. No, and that's what I'm saying here, right? So, okay. So how does this work? How does this work? Like I said, so it goes back to sharing this data set so large it cannot be compared to anything that's ever existed. And then back to this AI Zoom that's manipulating our emotions through, here we go, a a Sybil, the competitor, is an AI to attempt to analyze people's moods during a sales call, right? All right, so a sales call. So we got this. Uh, Again, uh, let's see, alerting the sale. Okay, so the company sells software that attempts to detect whether a potential customer is interested interested in what a salesperson has to say during a video call alerting the salesperson in real time during the meeting if someone seems more or less engaged in a particular topic right so let's say your uh, your sales presentation is uh, i don't know um it, it's it's 10 bullet points right something like this 
And let's say you get through three or four bullet points and this software is taking the temperature of the room, the sales taking the temperature of the room, right? Well, in the first three or four bullet points, uh, well, uh, the, the, the client is not really interested and not really into that at all. Well, then suddenly the AI picks up on your fourth bullet point or your fifth bullet point that there's an inkling of interest. There's a twinkle in the eye of the client. Yeah, its name is Sybil. What's up, Derek? Its name is Sybil. Exactly. That's what I said earlier. Its name is Sybil. Now, so now this thing, right? It, uh, the system is called Q for Sales, and there's different, uh, different uh, actual, uh, yeah, marketing uh, uh, companies sort of pimping this. But now, okay, so it picks up the twinkle in your eye at bullet point number five. So what do you do? As a salesperson, you lean on bullet point number five and sell the hell out of whatever the twinkle in the eye of the client seems to be based on again ai algorithms and there's a number of reasons why this should be problematic where it can be problematic so what are your thoughts on this actually 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 put you on the show and uh there's a there's a here there's a fight the and this is a this is a number of actual things that uh you can uh i'll look at this in one sec now robert says easy solution don't participate in any sales calls Bingo. <laughs> but then if you're if you're legitimately shopping for something to purchase like a service for your business, then how do you dodge this, right? How do you dodge the manipulation like an AI manipulation, right? Okay, so check this out. This is just a quick list of like terrible things, all right? This is a quick list of terrible things that this really does not account for. And of course, it turns this into just a really, really bad situation overall. Here we go. This is a fightforthefuture.org. Uh, Dear Zoom, Hi there, it's us. The millions of people who learned your name during the pandemic and have stuck with you through thick and thin to make the most successful video platform of all time, to make you the most. We rely on you for work calls, town halls, and word games with our families. We like you, we really do, but we're getting worried about you. Protocol reported that you're planning a feature that claims to track and analyze our emotions. We get that you're trying to improve your platform, but mining us for emotional data points doesn't make the world a better place. And selling this tech to employers or businesses so they can monitor and manipulate us for profit is really not cool. Right? All right, 100%. It's manipulative. You describe this emotional surveillance tool as a way for businesses to hone their sales pitch by tracking the headspace of the person on the other side of the screen. Even that is a major breach of user trust. But we see the writing on the wall. Ultimately, this software will be sold to schools and employers who will use it to track and discipline us. You say you care about our happiness. So where does this dystopian vision fit in? There's more. There's more here. What are your thoughts on this? This is nuts, right? This is one of those things where I see this and I just, I'm like, really? Like somehow, some way we're just allowed to, again, like I said, when I first started tonight, the question was, Give me one example where emotional manipulation is a good thing, all right? And MJ had a couple of good examples, like maybe talking somebody off of a cliff when they're about to jump type of thing, right? That's fine. If you're doing it to save people's lives or he stop a bar fight was another one, those are some good examples, right? You kind of get in the heads of the people and maybe use reverse psychology or this or that or the other thing, right? So there's that, all right? But beyond, let's say, saving lives directly in some sort of like crisis situation, is there ever a good point we're in manipulating somebody emotionally is okay. Is it? 
And this is what got me fired up and pissed off about this and why I'm talking about this tonight. Because I couldn't think of a single one. Look, you can you go to all this stuff. You go to, uh, let's go to uh, Healthline. Uh, here you go. How to recognize the signs of emotional mip- manipulation and what to do. All right. Everything you look at mental health, it's talking about being manipulated by people. It's talking about mental health. It's talking about all this stuff and how to spot being, when you're being mentally and emotionally manipulated. All right. So, hey. Once again, explain to me how this is a good thing. Explain to me. Here we go. Things to consider. Emotional manipulators often use mind games to seize power in a relationship. The ultimate goal is to use that power to control the other person. You see what's going on here? By, via algorithm, a healthy relationship is based on trust, understanding, and mutual respect. This is true of personal relationships as well as professional relationships oh well that's interesting this is again from healthline talking about you as a victim being emotionally manipulated by somebody right what about when somebody is something and we're going to get to more this gets even creepier all right so now we're talking about this emotionally manipulating you through a zoom call all right a sales call like they said a town hall even playing parcheesi with your family what about poker right some video poker through zoom no not doing it not 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 doing it nope they catch the bluff instantly all right okay but then it gets even creepier because we're talking about this right here the amount of data elon Musk would have access to if he privatized Twitter cannot be compared to anything that has ever existed, right? Like he's Darth Vader. No, Darth Vader already exists. And let me tell you what, they're going to rent this information, all the things they know about particular individuals, including facial recognition from Facebook, from Google, from Twitter, straight to Zoom and these other companies. You mark my words. You mark my words. So how can this get worse? I got some ideas. What are your ideas? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Being emotionally manipulated by software. Looking for one good example why this is a good thing. And of course, the real emoticon, like I said, it used to be called an emoticon. Now, it's called an emoji because it's awfully cute. It's Gucci Goo. The poo-poo emoji sounds a lot more friendly than the poo-poo emoticon. It sounds like a Decepticon. It sounds like a Transformer. It sounds like you're the bad guy. Well, guess who just became the bad guy? That's right. The emojis are now cute with smileys and poo-poos and little trucks and trains and everything else, which leaves the original emoticon. And what do you think that is? My idea is... It's us to be manipulated by software. What are your thoughts? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Don't go anywhere. More troubled minds, the real emoticons, manipulative tech, and your calls when we return. Be right back. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. 
And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, and we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Tonight, we're taking your phone calls as we discuss the idea of emotional manipulation. Not by people, but by machines. During sales calls through Zoom in real time. Well, couple that with large data sets and some other spooky stuff coming up. And where do you think this leads? Love to hear your thoughts. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show. It's as easy as that. Do you think this is creepy? Do you think at some point uh, the entire manipulation process through the press and through the media and through the government and through literally everything, through the indoctrination of the schools, that, well, we will be so gaslighted by all things forever and forever that uh, we, uh, we, we, we no longer are able to even play in the game. Like we're playing in their game. And by their game, I mean uh, the, the AI. I mean the AI's game. I mean the, the data set manipulation they're collecting to use against us. And that's exactly what it's for. Crazy stuff. So again, you tell me how bad does this get? I've got some ideas and we're going to get to that momentarily. Let's go to James first. James in uh, Michigan. James Salcedo of Salcedo Paranormal. Welcome to Troubled Minds, our paranormal expert. What's up, brother? How are you? Thanks for popping in here. I'm okay. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Always great with the audio, James. Once, once you got it on lock, you got it on lock, my man. Uh, what are your thoughts here? What do you think about facial recognition? What about uh, kind of gauging the, temp- the room temperature in real time through Zoom or these type of meetings? You think this is a good idea? And how deep does this get once they start really using it against us? I, you know, I don't know what, what your problem is with all this. It, it should be fine. <laughs> it should be fine. <laughs> exactly. Calm down, Mike. Calm down. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. He's overreacting on all this AI stuff. <laughs> right? Per, per usual, right? No, but I, I don't like any of it, of course. Um, just for anyone that doesn't know me, that was joking there. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, it's I didn't I don't follow all this stuff that closely, but this doesn't surprise me with everything that they're learning how to do with technology. This seems like a perfect uh, idea from a, a company, a corporation, you know, that doesn't care about 
anyone except for themselves. You know, this this, this seems typical of that. Yeah, yeah, like uh, like we were saying with Joe earlier with the funeral uh, process, he said there was a protection uh, put in place back in 1984, right? I don't know if you caught that part, but it's crazy that we're talking about, let's say in this case, what are we going to have, like Zoom calls with like the doctor, like upselling us on medication and like, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the spa package for your surgery, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what the hell is this going to turn into? Yeah, no, I, I did catch that, and the great calls always from Joe and... And I, I've caught most of the show, and, and yeah, it's it's. Um, I think this is just only going to get more advanced. I think they'll just get into more and more technology. I wouldn't be surprised if eventually they figure out how to read more into our typing, like our text messages, in terms of what they think our emotions are based on our text messages. I don't really. I know it can be hard sometimes for people to to figure out what we're like for for one person to figure out what the other person is feeling with based on text messages but if you get enough data in there i i wouldn't be surprised if they figure out how to do that someday too yeah exactly and and i think that the layers this kind of goes down w- once you start realizing as all these technologies come together into like one uniform outfit uh it, it's basically uh setting us up as that like i'm describing us as the old school emoticon it's us it's us and like they're able to literally just assign us whatever like little new emoji uh they've they've determined is what our current headspace is during whatever they're doing that uh, it's all manipulation it's, it's crazy Crazy. And again, think about that term again from uh, the Elon Musk. They're saying that uh, the the amount of information Elon would gain by purchasing Twitter cannot be compared to anything that has ever existed. All right. Clearly, that's a lie because Facebook uh, has probably more data. Google probably has more data than Twitter just in a one to one basis. But they're using that as like you should be scared of all this data in the hands of somebody. Well, all that data is already in the hands of somebody. <laughs> it's just not him, yeah. right? It's just not him, yeah. right? <laughs> Again, they think we're stupid. They think we're stupid. You you, you create uh, Emmanuel Goldstein from 1984, the boogeyman, and then you, you expect us to miss the forest for the trees. I, I didn't miss it. I was like, no, <laughs> come on, come on. Any, anyway, yeah. so, okay, what, what are your other thoughts here? Sorry, James, I like to ramble, as you know. No, that's that's okay. And any time they, and I think any time any news uh, article puts out an absolute absolute like that, that should be a red flag automatically. When when it's something is all of something or you know all of the data or the most data ever or whatever, I think it's you know it's it, that's a red that's a red flag right there to me. Exactly right. It, like oh, the the most the most evil thing ever is about to happen. <laughs> Click, click the, click the clickbait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this, this will turn us into uh, that dystopia that we all know and love. I'm going to get into more Elon. I got more Elon stuff to talk about, of course. But, but I, I don't know. Like, have you ever uh, been been uh, pressured? Uh, got a phone call, James, where you got like a salesperson on there, and they were just exceptionally smooth and just knew the right pressure points and made you buy something you didn't want to buy. Ever had that happen? Um, not that I can think of, which is kind of scary in a way, because either that hasn't happened, or it has, and I just have totally lost track of it, and it was <laughs> blocked so, it out so well done that <laughs> so well done that I just didn't even notice. Um, and that's 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 even more frightening in a way. So yeah, not that I can think of, but 
but again, that's 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 frightening in itself. Yeah, yeah. Like I can't. Uh, so again, like I said, working in sales, it's like um, the first thing they try and teach you is you know overcome objections, right? And some people just do that by just talking over you, like not not even hearing what you say. You're supposed to be a good salesperson is supposed to be adept at that and be able to overcome an objection and just keep on talking, right? They acknowledge you, they acknowledge the objection, they overcome it, and they just keep on selling, right? That's how you sell. But some like uh, sometimes I pick up the phone and they're just like blah 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 blah. I'm like I don't have any student loans, and they're like blah 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 i'm like stop stop talking and then i have to just hang up because they they don't hear a damn word i say right uh so so i just stopped answering the phone <laughs> i'm just not answering the phone anymore Ugh, right? yeah i i got a call from and i forget which which one it was but one uh, a certain branch of the military years ago and it was a recruitment call you know and they were talking about all the benefits of this and that and I was trying to, I tried to cut in like three times to say, um, I'm, I'm legally blind. They would not stop. I ended up just waiting until they're all the way done and saying, I'm legally blind. And of course they were like, oh, thank you. Click. <laughs> like if you would have taken a breath in the middle of part of that, I could have saved you some time. Exactly. Suck it up, James. Rub some dirt on it. Get in here and shoot the bad guys. <laughs> Come yeah, on, man. Yeah. That'll go well. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, uh, yeah, th- th- I mean, this is this is an ugly situation because once they hand all this stuff off, you know what the next step is, right? Well, think five or ten years down the road. What's the next step? Oh man, well, I mean, just complete manipulation of everything, every sale, everywhere. I don't know. I'm 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 looking forward to hearing more of what you have to say about all this. But yeah, no, I, I don't know. Okay, so here's my idea. In a very very short time they're going to be able to manipulate us not just with this emotional thing uh this this big data set and all the rest of this but then also we're not even going to have people selling anymore it will be like an ai uh sort of a sculpted to look like oh i don't know your favorite celebrity like tom cruise or something right because because they know this because they've got your big data set and you've like thumbs up all of uh, Tom Cruise's movies on Facebook, right? Something like this. So this is what they're going to do. And this is this is where this is coming, right? Or they're going to be like, oh, this guy puts up, you know, and thumbs up all the hot blondes on, on uh, you know, YouTube or Instagram, right? So they're going to have like some just super attractive a blonde woman or, you know, Tom Cruise, if he's your favorite dude or whatever, right? Selling you the package. And then not, not only that, in real time, it's going to be monitoring and taking your temperature of the sales room and then uh, applying the pressure. You wouldn't let old, want to let old Tom Cruise down or this extremely attractive blonde girl, would you? I mean, come on now. I mean, manipulation, manipulation, manipulation. And uh, you, you, how, how do you win? I, I think how you win, James, is you hang up. You're you're too kind. You're too nice. I'm too nice. Of a, I, I try to be a nice guy. I can be a dick a lot, but I try and be a nice guy too, right? And so the thing is, like, look, if these people can't stop talking, like me, I can't stop talking, just hang up on them. Just hang up. And uh, guess what? They, they, they never valued you. In the in the moment, and uh, there you go. What's up, nice stalker? Says James. New whole news fee is going to be Kate Beck and sales selling them a ton of products. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Dang it, Derek. <laughs> right, that's the point. That's the point. How crazy! But yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, your thought on that, my friend? Yeah, no, I can see that, and I, I I can also see them making it someone that looks a lot like an actor, but not necessarily the actor. So it's even more subtle than just that actor you know 
it's more of just a, someone that looks similar to that that person that you know you follow all the time online um just just so that they're not even again more manipulation more um you know just general uh, manipulation in that way too um i mean advertising that's a whole the whole thing they already do people already do so i can imagine ai would just and if they're just if it's all ai and it's running on how many servers um i'd imagine it'd be even easier for that to just pull up this file put up that file combine this with that you know um seems like it'd be even faster easier to adapt quicker to adapt than a person could be Exactly. All right. So now we're talking about uh, uh, algorithms emotionally manipulating people for sales goals. All right. Now, what happens in that, um, let's say, speculative moment of that singularity where the AI starts to become um, self-aware? What do you think happens then? Uh, Speaking of the paranormal expert and the ghost in the machine, how bad does this get, James? <laughs> How bad is this game? <laughs> yeah, it would just take over. I mean, it would just be a matter of time before it takes over everything. If it, if it breaks free of the people that make that made it, and it could just start manipulating everyone from those people, the people that are in power, let's say, to down to everyone else. It would just take over everything. That's that's really, um, in a way, that's even more scary than a. Than a, a military takeover because it's not even doing that. It's just giving people what they, telling people what they what they want or what it thinks that we should want, and then trying to sell that. And then yeah, it's all digital. And then um, it could just expand over and over throughout the world. Exactly, and uh, worse and worse and worse all the way around. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we're going to get into the rest of this and some of this uh, maybe, maybe uh, what do they call it? Um, uh, fake, fake. Uh, the uh, what do they call it? deep fakes? We're going to get into deep fakes, and we're going to get into some other really spooky stuff as we go tonight, including what Elon Musk suggested recently in an interview this weekend. We'll get into that as well regarding uh, well robots. So, so great stuff as always. I appreciate it, James. Thanks for popping in here and saving my ass as usual. Uh, you were the man. Always a pleasure. James here. You're welcome to stay, of course. Uh, James uh, has a podcast called Salcedo Paranormal. Check it out. Links in the description down below. He does paranormal stuff five nights a week, and uh, that's 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. And uh, you can find, uh, go say hi. Go uh, go follow his podcast. James is a good dude, good friend of mine, and I appreciate it very much. Thanks for popping in here, my man. Oh, no problem. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bow, but I'll be listening. So, great show. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure. We'll catch you later. All right. There you go. All right. So check this out. It gets it gets creepier, right? So then check that out. As they get these data sets and they know that, let's say, for instance, like just, just to lean on James a little bit, I know he's got a good sense of humor and he won't get too mad. Uh, let's say it's Kate Beckinsale, right? Because it, the, the, the joke is, by the way, that maybe you guys aren't, if you don't follow the show very closely, the reason why we say that is because we were just having some random conversation about, in an old show, like this was maybe... Uh, a couple three months back or something uh we were just talking about whatever right just whatever and then uh the the movie came up with um it was with kate beckinsale in it what's the movie with the vampire i can't remember the name of the movie at all it's been so long uh but but anyway so so like that that movie came up as part of the conversation uh, we were talking about it and i said uh, okay beckinsale too right you can't go wrong there something like that and then uh, like, you know, we kicked her name around a few times and then just kept on talking the conversation. But then the next Underworld, thank you, 40s. And then the next day, no no joke, 
uh, all of us, at least uh, the people we talk to uh, in here in the group, you know, James, uh, Derek, uh, myself, we started getting in our news feed articles about Kate Beckinsale. We're like, what in the world? <laughs> it's like, how did this happen? And, and it was just so at what point, right? Again, at what point is the uh, the deep fake? Like you are the deep fake. You are the real emoticon. It, it's creepy. This is all super creepy, right? So so I don't know. That That's kind of the old joke and why that, that sort of a joke kind of comes back from time to time because we all got it the next day literally we did a show and the next day we in our yeah it was underworld ed rush has it right and yeah 40s had it right underworld but yeah so in the, the next the next day we all got uh, articles about k beckinsale in our news feeds on our phones and we were like <laughs> what, what just happened right like because we weren't like you know super i mean it, everybody's a k beckinsale fan but it wasn't like you know i don't have posters on the wall or anything so suddenly we, we started getting that because we talked about her i mean it was, cra- it was absolutely crazy but anyway okay so so then uh, the, ne- the next step just like james said so it, maybe it's not kate beckinsale but let's say it's a you know young attractive female that looks kate beckinsale esque <laughs> reminds you just enough of her that it's not her right and then start selling you things right ever so swiftly and ever so deftly interrupts you at the perfect times selling you the things that you don't want right uh making sure that even though you don't have student loans you're signing up for the student loan debt problem thing, right i mean it's so crazy if, if anybody's ever been locked into like a sales situation where you're just like no Right. Uh, I've been I've been I bought a car once and I, I, I regret it now. I completely regret it. I still own the car, by the way, because I'm a knucklehead. But uh, it, it's one of those things where you're like, uh, I should have walked away like the dude that was selling me on a car lot was such an aggressive bastard. I should have just left. I should have been like, you know, I don't like your attitude and I'm out. And that's how you live and learn, right? That's how you live and learn. Like you respect me and the things I'm saying to you or you don't. You don't just like talk over me and bully me and then like, you know, uh, there you go. You live and learn, right? And that's the point, right? So there's a subtle way of doing it. And of course, that's reading your emotions and manipulating you and all those things like the AI might. But then there's the old school of uh, just uh, just running you over sales-wise, right? There you go. Forties never trust a car salesman. Yeah, I'm telling you, never trust a salesperson, period, period. And I, I just don't have patience anymore, right? If they if they keep talking, like I get on the phone, I'll just hang up. I'm like, I'll say, you know what? I'm not interested. Thank you for your time. Have a great day. I Good luck. Sell a ton of things that ain't to me. And then, right, then they just uh, keep talking. I'm like, hello, hello. And they keep talking, hello. Bloop. <laughs> nope, nope. I've uh, been around the block too many times to fall for that. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, so that's the thing, right? So we're talking about again. It's not. It's not about. We're talking about sales, and sales in the old school is you know one person selling to another person, All right? But we're talking now in terms of sales as well a an AI gauging your facial responses and the temperature of the room through a gigantic data set in real time <laughs> in real time and there you go so uh well you tell me you tell me how deep does this get uh does it get as deep as deep fakes as uh, tom cruise your favorite uh, movie star selling you things does it get as deep as uh, a kate beckinsale-esque young lady winking at you and uh, making you think she's real or what happens when it takes the next step entirely what happens when we start to get savvy us people because our brains adjust and adapt and we're smart uh we start to detect an ai presence and we tune out entirely what do you think their next step might be 
aside from deep fakes let's say deep fakes are convincing is ish but you don't you know you're not going to buy a car from tom cruise that's unrealistic right so well what happens at the next step all right let's go here <laughs> let's go here uh you, you want some really sick stuff uh, let's uh let's go some trouble binds maybe juice and uh, uh this is from uh nov k-n-o-v nov hov no k-n-o-v h-o-v yep artist makes 3d portraits from dna found on chewing gum and cigarette filters all right, so then we don't need any of this. We just create, well, faces of <laughs> regular people uh, and, uh, well, make it, make sure that you can, uh, you know, uh, just sell. Like, uh, basically meaning that, let's say you wanted me to sell something, right? Right? You wanted me to sell. And uh, you're like, okay, we could hire this guy or we could just go, you know, skim his garbage for his dna and uh build his face and build it into our ai and uh michael strange is our new salesperson <laughs> or we could scalp it entirely and use this as a situation where uh we have people selling for us that they have no idea they're selling for us <laughs> so so for instance in this case here we go now this is pretty wild this gets sick this is as sick as it gets right imagine you threw away a chewing gum or a cigarette head on the street. Cigarette butt is what we say in the United States. This is probably from the UK. Uh, and then after a few days, you went to see an art gallery and seen your 3D printed face hanging on a wall. Oh. <laughs> Do you ever think uh, you were throwing all your physical details away with that chewing gum or cigarette butt? Well, that's what the Stranger Visions project is about, and it became world famous. And wouldn't you know it, Stranger Visions is the winner of an ARS Electronic uh, Honorary Mention in 2015 and a special mention at Vida, VIDA 15.0 and many more achievements, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the artist is a, it's a super talented, all the good stuff. After the analysis of the DNA, the main physical factors like gender and ethnicity and many other factors are found and generating a much, ac much more accurate portrait by a 3D printer using the experiments of facial recognition and using face generating software okay so you see the next step and how this starts to become wtf all right so let's say uh, we get wise to deep fakes and we're not going to buy a car from tom cruise or purchase a i don't know what would you say like a um a uh, a timeshare from uh, uh specifically a kate beckinsale ish right let's say we're not going to do that we're not going to fall for that because we're like no 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 this is not a thing so what do they do well of course they start building robots that have actual faces of real dna people selling to you in real time <laughs> overcoming objections uh what's up Brene sauce you can't get gender from dna yeah it's 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 kind of a knucklehead article um and right there it's artistic license and all the rest of this but i still think there's something to it and this gets creepier and creepier so we're going to keep talking about this of course because it gets deeper than that and we've got some elon musk stuff again he had an interview over the weekend we're going to talk about in the third hour here but it gets creepier and it gets creepier and it gets creepier. Once you start putting the pieces together and realizing what's actually happening here, this is a digital checkmate. And how do we win? How do we win?
<laughs> uh, damn it, Robert. I can't say that on the air. They'll take us down. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, take it easy, Fred. Uh, good stuff. I appreciate it, bro. Uh, all you guys dipping out, have a fantastic night. We're about to get off the radio a couple hours in. But that's the. Uh, there we go. I don't know. Uh, we'll get into how deep this goes because, of course, right? How, how quickly do you think we're going to have actual real AI like the AI butler stomping around the house with the face of whoever the hell you want the face to be? Mm, this gets creepy, creepier and creepier. And of course, don't forget the AI manipulation and uh, just like the emotional manipulation of people. As I defined it when we began, it doesn't seem like it's a good thing to me. Well, anyway, anyway, uh, as you know, the way this works is exactly like this. If you're listening to us on the Fringe FM, stay tuned for Joe Roop and Lighting the Void. If you're listening to us on any other platform, including the podcast feed, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds. That would be, of course, uh, that would be uh, not D-Live because we shut that off because of the hacks happening over there. But uh, that would be uh, Rockfin, YouTube, and Twitter. And, uh, of course, the podcast feed. So, I don't know. There's more. This gets deeper and deeper and deeper. The more you look into it, the more you start to put pieces together. Big data sets, emotional manipulation by AI, sales, deep fakes. But what about androids? You guys ever heard of replicants from Blade Runner? Well, we're about to get there. All right. So as we finish, it goes exactly like this. Thanks for being part of this show. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for uh, thanks for being enthusiastic. It brings me back every night. And uh, be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. telling you this gets creepy 
This gets creepy. Good night, guys. Uh, got some folks who hang out for the fringe and bounce. Look, uh, third hour's for you. I got some actual uh, clips to play from Elon Musk, sort of cementing this as not just a big data set AI operation to emotionally manipulate us as proof. Proof. Links in the description down below. This past weekend, Elon Musk had an interview discussing his robots coming soon so well how does this fit what is where does this go what's the next step how hard can they manipulate us and how can we escape looking here from you 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 we'll put you on the show kelly says the reason they could get away with using your dna on gum or cigarette butt is because when you throw it away that means it's trash and trash is something you didn't want finders keepers police departments use trash to get info and dna yes sir indeed at what point we're going to be at some point listen to this we're going to be like there's going to be uh people out there with signs like chanting for robot rights and then they're going to be farming our, our dna from uh bubble gum and uh cigarette butts <laughs> wtf all right talk about the upside down two minute break more trouble minds on the way i got clips from elon i got tons of stuff to talk about still i uh, love to hear from you rather have your thoughts but uh well i'm prepared here we go don't go anywhere more trouble minds two minutes be right back Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we're streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, and Twitter, because, of course, DLive's getting hacked right now, so <laughs> we'd rather not have that happen. And uh, what's happening? I hope everybody's well tonight. Uh, just talking about crazy stuff here. This gets deeper and deeper, right? The more you look into this, have you ever heard of a replicant? Well, we're about to get to replicants, and we're about to get to some Elon Musk stuff, because, uh, again, uh, right, uh, he's, he's the Antichrist. He's the devil, as uh, many have told you. And, uh, well, what does that mean? Does that mean he's actually bringing Bringing in, oh, I don't know, whatever happens next. I don't know. I have no idea here. I don't have answers. You know me. I'm not the answers guy. I'm just the questions guy. And a lot of these questions really freak me out. So look and hear your thoughts. What about this emotional manipulation? What about this, uh, the technology? Again, companies are using AI to monitor your mood during sales calls. What do you think the next step is? What do you think the next step is? There's more here from, uh, of course, uh, Fight for the Future. Uh, we started to do a little bit of that. But listen to this. This gets super wild. And then we'll get into some Elon, Elon Musk stuff because, uh, like I said, uh, rather hear from you. But uh, I can talk all damn night. I'll be here all night. All right. Uh, here we go. So not only is, uh, is it manipulative, right? Uh, it's discriminatory, as they say, and this is completely true. Sentiment analysis, like facial recognition, is general, is inherently biased. It has connections to historic practices like physio physiognomy, is that how you say that, which has been proven totally bunk, not to mention totally racist, they add. These tools assume that all people use the same facial expressions, voice patterns, and body language. But that's not true. Adding this feature will discriminate against certain ethnicities and people with disabilities, hard-coding stereotypes into millions of devices. Ah, the old human bias. How do we write human bias out of software? <laughs> ah, interesting. I think we let the software make up its own mind, don't we? And then if we do that, well, 
<laughs> we might have bigger problems. Uh, here we go. Uh, so not only that, uh, they, this ads, this is fightforthefuture.org, and they're talking about Zoom and how they're using this, uh, this software to uh, monitor your emotions and manipulate your emotions during a sales call, right? Have you, has anybody out there ever actually bought something you didn't want to buy, right? Uh, don't do it. Walk away. You uh, you buy something because you want to, not because you feel bad for the person selling it. All right, that's uh, that's an important notion. And uh, us us old timers, I'm not that old, but us old timers, well, we uh, we've been around the block a couple times, and we're like, nope not happening <laughs> never again all right there's more it's pseudoscience it says let's be honest this emotional measuring stuff is a marketing gimmick and experts admit that it doesn't even work the way we move our faces is often disconnected from the emotions underneath and research has found that not even humans can measure emotion from faces some of the time why add credence to pseudoscience and stake your reputation on a fundamentally broken feature? <laughs> and uh, here we go. There's more. And again, this is from uh, fight, fightforthefuture.org. Good stuff. Uh, actually talking about the way we should be uh, recognizing how these uh, uh, computers are, well, they're computers. And algorithms are algorithms. And they are basically locked into human biases. And if, if you cement these as... Let's say the next, um, uh, the next, uh, what would you call it? Uh, the next church of technology as the truth, um, it, it turns into a bunch of really nasty stuff, doesn't it? Uh, so here we go. Uh, and, and the final point here from the fight for the future against dear zoom, which is again, where I found this information. Uh, we, we already lost trust in a bunch of other companies because of shady tracking systems and other uh, ex- extractivist practices. Zoom, this is a chance to be one of the good ones. You've made the right call before, like in 2020, when you changed your mind about blocking free users from your encrypted service. You even canceled face tracking features before because they didn't meet your privacy standards. This can be just like those times. We're just asking you to put the privacy and happiness of your users first. You're the industry leader and millions of people are counting on you to steward our virtual future. Making the right call and cancel this crummy surveillance feature and publicly commit to not implementing sentiment analysis in the future with tons of emotion, heart emoji, your users. Because, of course, the emojis are the the cute little emojis. Don't forget, we are the emoticons because the emoticons are the enemy. Mm. <laughs> mm, the emoticons all right so that's what's going on tonight what do you think i don't know again like i said I, when i see this stuff it's uh it's too important not to talk about i understand that uh sometimes talking about monsters or you know the, the the universe is a lot more sexy and exhilarating but i think uh keeping our feet firmly on the ground and uh keeping an eye on tech is critically important to uh, one understanding what they're trying to do to us and i say they as in uh, corporations as in governments allowing them to uh, literally use emotional manipulation as a tactic right and again uh, this is this goes back to uh the the three laws of robotics right the uh, the old uh, that whole bit right where uh, if if we're going to use AI to in these gigantic data sets, it does become sort of that AI god, right? And in some cases, uh, the AI god becomes well <laughs> uh, insurmountable. Let's say that's that's probably a good way to put it. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, like I said. You guys are into it, cool. Maybe not, and that's fine by me, because well, uh, we always have tomorrow. 
702-957-1037. Now, back to that Elon Musk thing real quick, talking about these gigantic data sets. Now, look, from Business Insider, the amount of data Elon Musk would have access to if he privatized Twitter cannot be compared to anything that has ever existed, all right? Which is bullshit because it clearly exists. It exists. It already exists. They just don't want it in his hands because they want their little... Uh, um, uh, censorship machine, right? They, they want to sens- have their little censorship machine in the public square and lean it the way they want it, right? And again, like I said, uh, I was going to bring this up earlier because I knew it would trigger people. Uh, I didn't because I knew it would trigger people. I'm going to bring it up now because all y'all have bounced, so I'm going to just bring it up now. So this is the thing. Regarding, let's say, um, manipula- emotionally manipulating people, right? Let's go to that, uh, don't say gay bill in Florida for just a moment. And I don't want to get into this in particular and talk about this in particular. But I just want to talk about the framing of how this thing has worked, right? And that uh, you have one side of the aisle, the right side, calling the lefties pedo groomers, okay? And on the left side, you have the, the lefties calling the righties uh um, bigots, right? Bigots and uh, transphobes and all the rest of this stuff, right? So, so you see how this works in terms of exactly what's happening here. That uh, it, it's 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 not as simple as that. Like it's it's actually a, a pretty complex thing. We're talking about uh, teaching kids about um, uh, gender identity and, and sexual orientation, and you know, uh, like a lot. Of, like I don't even know if I'm using the correct terms anymore because the correct terms like are are elusive because they're always changing. The goalposts always change. But the point is, right? Like, uh, so we're talking about uh, teaching young children about this, sort of outside of their parents guidelines or or whatever that may be right we don't know what the individual parents guidelines are so we're just we're talking about teaching this stuff and is it right again i'm not i don't want to talk about this in particular i'm bringing up as an example one side calls the other side pedos one side calls the other side bigots and here's where we're at right both of those tactics are emotional manipulations Okay, that's what they are. They want to get you whooped up and into a lather so that you hate the people who oppose or uh, don't oppose a thing, right? That's the whole point. But you see, right, as, as perfectly and deftly done as this has been in uh, no matter what you think about this, again, like I said, it's complicated. It's not as simple as a lefty-righty crap narrative what they want us to believe it is. It's not. It's just not, all right? But then on top of that, on top of that, we're talking about lending these emotional manipulation tactics and then perfecting them in AI space. Not just that, like I said, you can put one on me right now and run this video through one of these things eventually and be like, okay, Michael really believes that, he doesn't believe that, this type of thing, right? But again, at some point, it's like a lie detector test, right? It's like fucking pseudoscience, meaning that you can't do it at all. You like, sure, you may. It, it's like those those uh, those people. Have you seen the body language people that are on YouTube? They get just fucking millions of views. These guys, and they're like, oh, that person. You know, they leaned backward when they said this, or they leaned their head cocked this way when they said that. And what that tells me, come on now. It's at some point, right? Sure, fine. Maybe in general terms, like sort of, maybe, right? Like I'm willing to take some maybe juice there. All right, but. Are you kidding me? You can really determine like an entire person's like, let's say the structure in their point, truth or not, whether they believe what they're saying, if they're trying to be manipulative, all this stuff from simple body language, maybe partially, but I think there's probably a lot more to it. And it is pseudoscience. Lie detectors are pseudoscience. 100%. 
It's bullshit, right? It's a, it's, it's a way to say, I gotcha. It's, that's all it is. It doesn't mean a damn thing. The little needle went like this. So, right? Like, you, you, got, you got a control. It went like this, or it didn't. Anyway, what, what are your thoughts here? Being manipulated by AI, I got some other stuff to get to. Replicants, androids, more Elon Musk. Rather hear from you guys. 702-957-1037. Let's go to Jennifer in Missouri. Thanks for uh, being patient with my ramblings. <laughs> Welcome to Troubled Minds. How are you? Oh, hey. What's up? Good evening. Yeah, well, you know, thinking about it, as far as the the failing, the, I think people have the, I, I don't know, you may have to skip several generations or something, but I think that people really do have an edge on sales. Like, I don't think the internet could sell me anything. You know, like, when I get on, if I open up my laptop or my phone or whatever, and I get on the computer, my whole mind, like, shifts gears that it's something different from the rest of my life. Like, I see it as a separate thing that I might do business on or that I work from or this kind of thing. But I can't, I don't think that it could ever get in my head to make me buy anything. Because I, I just don't feel like that could happen. But with people, it's completely different. Like, <laughs> like I mentioned in the chat, like, I have been sold things that I didn't want. Like, I bought a house. Like, I bought a house from, like, this person. Like, okay, I got approved for a loan, the whole thing and everything, you know, years back now. And I had been looking for a while. I got tired of looking. And one day, there was this one house. And the guy who showed me the house was like this, he wasn't even like an attraction or anything like that. He like this, but he was just so flamboyant about it. Like he was just so into selling it to me. And he showed me the house and he literally had like a polka dot bow tie. I kid you not. Like he was like the real estate <laughs> guy that was like, really, I'm not kidding. It was like a caricature. And the way that he went over the house and was like just really wanting to sell it, you know. And I freaking bought it. <laughs> I was like, you know, this was years ago. Like, it was several years back. Like, I was like, it, so, I mean, I was young. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I've never seen somebody just throw them. And I really did. I was just swayed into buying it because he wanted to sell it so bad. And that's crazy. But I literally bought a house because of it. And, the house itself, I didn't even particularly want it. And I truly did buy it and think this will work. I'll just work with this, I guess, because I'm tired of looking. And because this person, like, just, it must be meant to be. And maybe it was. But there was some kind of connection there that, in my mind, made sense. And then, like I mentioned before, like, the only other time I could think of where I was persuaded to buy something I didn't want was a pair of jeans. And literally, the woman wouldn't let me out of the dressing room. Like, she was just so hard sale about it that she was like, like, I'd try some on, and I'd be like, I don't really, you know, I don't even know if I want to buy any of these. But she just kept bringing them to the dressing room and wouldn't let me out, you know. So <laughs> eventually, I was like, okay, I'll buy these, you know. <laughs> and so I was just like, I'll buy these. And I was like, just let me go, <laughs> you know, because I didn't want to be mean. It's really weird. But because they wanted to sell it so bad, and maybe the mindset at, at the time, I was just like, you know, I don't know. I just kind of went with it, you know, because I could. But I think that I don't believe that I don't think that the AI aspect of it, like at least for myself, will ever work. I think that they're just it's going to be an uphill thing that I won't be convinced to buy anything I don't want from 
any kind of a logarithm or anything like that. I mean, like I mentioned too, like they've been trying, like I've seen a lot of, I see ads all the time for anything that's mentioned, you know, but I was already thinking about buying it if I was going to. So you kind of know what you want. And those are the occasions where I didn't, I knew what I wanted, but it just wasn't coming up. So I took something that I didn't want. And I was persuaded to do it by a human, you know? And it's only because, like, I was relating to them on some human level. And I was like, okay, you know, this is going to be good for you, I guess. <laughs> I yeah, right. <laughs> but, but I just went with it. Yeah, I guess this is good for you. But I don't know. And for me, I guess I'll just see if it works. I don't know. It's just the right, you know. And that's how sales kind of works sometimes. It's just like the right person at the right time. And I guess I was. But I don't know. It's kind of strange when you think about it that um, they are tracking all of those things and they convince people all the time about everything in their lives that they would hope to control. As far as the education system, agreed. I mean, it's too bad. It's, it's hard to imagine that they have so strongly uh, manipulated even I mean, at the youth, like the, the little children of the world, basically to try to mold them into what they want them to be in the future. It's what they've been doing, but there are choices. And um, as long as people can realize that they play a very powerful, the most powerful place in general, in the United States anyway, in their children's lives that they can, and around the world. But I mean that you can do the best you can to take sway over that. And there's a choice that always comes into, into play about how you're going to, uh, approach it and how much room you're going to give others to approach the minds of the children. And it doesn't have to, it's not at this point necessarily by force. It's a very strong game they're playing, but as long as you're paying attention, I don't think it's that penetrable. And I don't believe that AI can ever get the edge on humanity unless well, they are manipulative. So wait a minute. So I don't know unless they're manipulative to a point that somehow outsmarts the average human being because we're all of average intelligence, which is pretty good. You know, average <laughs> intelligence is incredibly impressive. You don't even have to be above average. Yeah, right. I'm but, serious. Uh, well, I, yeah, I know. I, I know, I know. Uh, like George, average intelligence. Yeah. yeah, George Carlin famously said, uh, imagine how stupid the average person is and then imagine that half of them are stupider than that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's but that's true. Like, George Carlin average joke. Average intelligence is incredibly smart. right right exactly even just you know average intelligence is enough to keep this at bay to a point it's just a lot of times i think people are just worn down they're worn down and like with that house i bought i literally bought a house (laughs) 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 like years ago you didn't want a small thing but i was so tired of looking i was so tired of looking and he seemed to be trying the hardest and i just went with it <laughs> you know, like literally that simple and a complete mistake, a horrible, horrible mistake, you know, that carried on for like six years. But that was that. And it was a good experience, I guess, in the end, a horrible experience. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> the, the uh okay so but so in the next step experience. so i think you're right like, there is some sort of human connection like i find myself like you buy a car you you know you make like a significant purchase and like i'm concerned for like the person you know the per- like is this commission are you getting anything you know like you know i want to help you know you help me and i want to help you yeah. but it, but it's not like that it's not even like that. it's just most times it's just not even like that they're just <laughs> they're just like a shark in the water and they it, see blood it you know <laughs> It was such a serious thing. It was such a big deal. And I was just like, I'm so tired of looking. And I don't know. And (laughs) oh, well. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) Live and learn. Like I said, you've been around the block once or twice. You're not going to fall for that one again, are you? No, not that one. No, (laughs) maybe something else, but not that one. (laughs) So now I'm always looking under the sink. If I look even to rent now, I'm just like looking under the sink. It's like it's just, you know, (laughs) the furnace. The ceiling literally fell in in the laundry room like three months in. I walked into the laundry room and the ceiling was on the floor. (laughs) Like, I kid you not. Ridiculous. Anyway. (laughs) That's um, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. (laughs) But. I don't know. So I don't think that AI, I hope that, uh, I think it would take to human. I mean, I know what the replicates, I love Blade Runner and the new movie they came out with too. But, um, the idea of this with the, the AI becoming so human, you know, and also to like Prometheus, you know, where they're talking about that's incredible story, incredible story. But I was like that movie where they're talking about the AI, like unleashing wrath upon him, like wiping out, surpassing us, you know, this kind of thing. I don't know. I guess they could. I don't know. Let's hope not. Right. Yeah. And if they do, I mean, exactly. I guess they could be proud of that. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> or, or like, or like you're just a lousy know. salesperson that's aided by AI. So it makes you like super effective because like the red light comes on. So you just change the same, change the subject. You know, the green light comes on, you keep talking about whatever you're talking about. Right. I mean, that type of thing, that that's when it becomes terrifying because it's now, like, a, different. yeah, right. I that becomes know. something else. For sure. Where you're just, Yeah. Where you're like, oh, you're losing them, you're losing them. And you're like, okay, I'll change my pitch. I don't know. But I can see how that, I mean, I've I've never really done sales before. I mean, I've worked in like a retail shop, but even that, I was really lackadaisical about it. I was like, oh, you don't want it. That's okay. Sounds horrible. <laughs> but, um... And the, <laughs> I can and, tell you don't want this. Right. So. And, and the bottom of the, uh, the sales <laughs> leaderboard is where you were at. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Like, I probably, yeah. I'm just like, oh, they don't want this. This is not even what they're looking for. And give up, you know. I, you know, I don't know. I have no interest in making somebody do something they don't want to do. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how you get to that point where, like, I'm going to make people do what I want them to do for my benefit. Yeah, it's pretty uh, sick. It's pretty sick. It uh, has qu- to be in a pen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quick question before you bounce. Yeah. Uh, Ronald wants to know, when can we expect a new video on Jennifer's YouTube channel? <laughs> Soon. Soon, there you very go. Soon, very I'm soon, because I'm actually I'm serious. Like very soon. Like I'm actually planning. Like how I'm going to do it. Like I'm thinking slideshow or something. Slideshow with live presentation or something. But like that style. In fact, I'm going to bother you about that and be like, "How do I do that?" <laughs> I got you. I got you. I'll help you. <laughs> but, Anything you don't know, uh, if I if I can help you, I'll help you. You know where to find me. One hundred percent. Okay, I got you. I know nothing. Okay, perfect. I perfect. I got you. I'll, okay. I'll teach you what you need to know. No problem at all. No problem at all. So, so good luck with that. Uh, again, if you need me as part of that, let me know. I'd be happy to jump in there and uh, do do a video or several with you if it needs to be. You let me know. Uh, you got me. You know where to find me, and uh, you're the best. I appreciate the phone call. Oh, awesome.
All right. Have a good one. Thanks a lot. You too. Uh, and again, Jennifer here has a YouTube you. channel. Check it out. Links in the description. And uh, she's going to get back to it very shortly. Thanks. Thanks, Jennifer. Have a great night. Easy as that. 702-957-1037. Give her a follow. New, new Jennifer videos coming up. There you go. All right. So uh, we're still talking about this. What about this idea of being emotionally manipulated by an AI that's in real time through Zoom, uh, sort of uh, maybe giving giving cues to the salesperson with a red light, green light sort of situation? Uh, let's go to, it looks like, I think this is Mike in Colorado. Algorithm. Welcome to Trouble Minds. How are you? What's up? What's up? Hey, Michael Strange. Nice to hear you, buddy. Uh, interesting topic. I missed the first part, so I definitely have to listen back. But when I heard the uh, emotional, manipula- uh, emotional manipulation and AI, if people ever clicked a sub- uh, suggested video on YouTube, <clears throat> then they're already there. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. That's exactly what it is, isn't it? Like they, they've 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 d- taken from your search history, your browsing history, that this is the things you like. And here here's another one. Yes, sir, I'll have another. <laughs> ninety nine bottles of beer on the wall. Yeah, bottles of beer. <laughs> well, and I tell you, very few times do I go on YouTube just to go be entertained. I'm always trying to learn from other people and hear other people like you and others, and when I do once in a while go to a off-road four-wheel drive channel, every suggestion in that line is the same stuff. It's none of the channels I know. It's, it's just, okay, now you're looking at four-wheel drives and we're going to give you everything about Jeep parts and four-wheel drive parts. And so I think it's going to be a lot more subtle. I mean, it already is more subtle. I think it's going to sneak in a lot more subtly than we expect, like Jennifer just said, I'm never going to buy something from an AI. Well, I bet you will, because it's going to be so sneaky, you're not going to know that's what it is. Oops, I muted myself. I think indeed, yeah, you're right. And But but not only that, even if it's, let's say you remove like the human knucklehead awkwardness 
out of it and have like the red light green light situation on like a live sales call even like in in the in like a phone situation where it's kind of detecting like the strain in your voice or like the pauses or right like like it gets so good that it starts to know you know you're losing them you're losing them red light comes on change the subject right like that type of stuff even like with right. a human salesperson that starts to become super creepy because with as you know given these big data sets they they know exactly who who we are. They know exactly what we're thinking most times, because well they've been watching for a very 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 long time now. We're talking tens of years, and uh, they have all this stuff stored. They they don't just throw your data away. Even after you die, they keep that shit. Right? Why? Like why would you keep why would you keep my data or your data after you die? Right? Like why would you? Well, I I think the reason you would is because when you found this other person who had enough markers that lined up with that dead person's data. Exactly. Now you can <laughs> stop trying to puzzle them out and you just run with that. Exactly. They're like, this right? person, let's say 100 years down the road, is very much like that Michael Strange character. We'll just uh, run the data set on that guy, right? Modified a little bit based on modern yeah. times and products, and boom, there you go. That's exactly why you wouldn't get rid of that data. It's creepy. I, I got these clips. Uh, Elon Musk did an interview over the weekend. He was talking about this. He's like, it's extremely creepy. Somebody passes away, and they've got this online digital footprint, and it's still all there. It's still all out there, right? Yeah. Like, God forbid. It ain't going anywhere. It ain't going anywhere. God forbid you or I pass away. Our shit's still there. It's not coming down until somebody takes it down, right? <laughs> it's creepy. It's creepy, man. I mean, I don't know, man. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, I, there's a, when you say spot the emoji, there is a channel out there. It's called Professor Bullworth Smythe. And I don't know if anybody's ever heard of it. I'm going to link it in YouTube. It's a playlist of emojis. He lines up the original, I can't remember the company that started emojis, but he lines up the original emojis with literal demons from ancient books. It's pretty cool. That's cool. I like it, really. So so actual... Uh, He's a puppet, too. I love it. I love it. So, so my whole point tonight is, yeah, that is, that's amazing. So remember, it was called emoticons, and then they changed it to emoji. Emoticon sounds like a Decepticon, like you're evil, right? But emoji sounds adorable. Yeah. You see? <laughs> you see how they just transferred you? He mentions you. that about the emoticons. Does he? Okay, interesting. All right. I th- see, I, th- I thought I was novel and here. I, Apparently I can't link it in YouTube. I'll put it in Discord for you. I'm sorry. No, Go it's ahead. all good. No, all good. Perfect. I was about to say the same thing. Uh, actually, I think I can make you a mod on YouTube, and then you can link a thing. Hold on. Let me see if I can. Right. Yeah, you, you already did it. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. No. No. No, no. I didn't. But it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah. So I think you're onto something a lot, and not only the creepiness, but the dehumanization of actual humans is part of what I see happen every time one of these new programs or these new procedures of how they operate or new policies of companies, each time one of those comes out on my Richter scale of, you know, whatever, I see a dehumanization of men and women each single time. Exactly. And that's probably the part that bothers me. Exactly. And, 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 so it comes down to communication, right? Again, back to that uh, Orwellian sort of a uh, newspeak and doublethink. It's like they, they want to, instead of you saying, you know, this, that, the other thing, they want you to just put a poop emoji. <laughs> You're like, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's, right. That's what this is. That's exactly what this is. And, and and I don't know. Like like it seems silly to say that, but like you think deeply about it, and that's exactly what it is. It's newspeak. It's newspeak. Imagine like having to try and communicate a thought with only emojis. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Well, and the, the part of it, though, is that, that's, that's bad enough. The part of it is that your data set and your projected viewership is not you. It's where you are in that particular moment, but it's not the totality of what is Michael Strange. Even the radio show, our conversations, all the stuff that we talk about, and the, the fun stuff that everybody gets into and the woo and all that, that's still, that's not you. That's not the entirety of you. And if we allow our society to sell to us and show us things based on that little snapshot of us, I think unless we fight for it, it's going to take away the totality of us at some point. That's, that's exactly it. Uh, they're, they're kind of snatching it away uh, one emoji at a time, aren't they? That's what's happening here. And I, I agree with you. And if you go back to the, to the whole point of like the depersoning, uh, dehumanizing people, again, with the lefty righty politics, like I was saying about the, uh, the don't say gay bill, the, the guys on the right are calling the lefties pedos. The guys on the left are calling the righties uh, 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 b -b 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 bigots, right? It's like, it's like the whole point of that is emotional control. That's the whole point. It's, it's a lot more nuanced than that. It's a conversation to be had, which we're not going to talk about here because no thank you. Fuck that. Right. That's for some other channel, some other day. I'm not doing that. Right. I am not taking mainstream narratives. But my point is, notice how they literally point at each other and just call each other the worst names they can think of. Nazi pedo. Right. It's like, OK. All right. I guess this is where we're at. Right. And it causes me to wonder if the AI hasn't grabbed enough of how we act online and said, OK, well, if this is how they act online, I bet we can make them act this way in real time. Who knows how many of those stories that they read are written by actual humans anymore? Yeah, there's another terrifying aspect of that. <laughs> Coming to have you, it, have to you seen any of the stories that the AI writes? Yes, yes. I found I found some interesting stuff about that recently. I'll talk about that probably not too soon because it's probably too close to this. But yes, yes, indeed. Indeed. Uh, tell me what you know about it. Some of them don't suck. And the syntax is pretty compelling. And you can take a story and you could read it and think a human wrote it. And if you think that human wrote it from your blue team or red team, you're probably going to buy into it. I mean, there's a strong possibility the AI could be feeding most of the narrative about the, quote, don't say gay, unquote, Bill, when reality has nothing to do with, I mean, the reality is not even close to that phrase. No, of course. It's truly not. But they're Nazis. But the people <laughs> on both sides have grabbed it and run like Forrest Gump with it. Yeah. Yep. In opposite directions. It's crazy. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. And like, again, you, like if you're kind of entrenched in that, that, that field or, you know, whatever that political indoctrination is, like you don't see it. Like you just think the other side is the devil. But like, how can both sides be the devil? Oh, I know. Because both sides are the devil. Because <laughs> both sides are the devil. Well, yeah, That's both devil. sides are the devil. Yeah. <laughs> and the dum-dums in the middle are spending all their money and energy in their entire life over something that... A, probably doesn't affect their personal life, 
anybody outside of Florida that talks about that bill is almost inept because it's not going to affect your personal life. It has nothing to do with you. But we're caught into that mindset that it does, and it's so creepy. But, Super hey, creepy. good show. I'm definitely going to go back and listen back. If you can see that Professor Bowler Smythe in the chat, save it. I think you'll really enjoy it. You may even end up, like, delving deep into that. It's pretty fun. As always, Michael Strange, I thank you so much for taking my call. I appreciate you. You're the best. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Always a pleasure, my friend. Algo Rhythm. Mike in Colorado. He's got a channel. Check it out. Links in the description. Talk to you soon, Mike. Have a great night, brother. Easy as that. 702-957-1037. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Algo. Thank you, James. Thank you, Joe, for calling tonight. Like I said, uh, you, you guys are the ones that make this world go around. It's, uh, it is me. I can talk, and I do have clips, and I do. Go, I come prepared just in case anymore, just because you never know. right? You never know when people aren't going to be interested and uh, all the rest of that, so you got to be prepared to, be pre- be prepared to go. Uh, so there you go. So uh, what do you think? What do you think about uh, the real emoticons, emojis? What, what do you think about manipulative tech? What do you think about this idea of huge data sets being fed into Zoom to actually give you the red light, green light of exactly where you go and what you do regarding any kind of sales call? Or this starts with sales, but where does it go, right? Where does it go? You want another example real quick? I see you there, APOC. I'll get to you in just a sec. Thanks for being patient. It goes here. Listen to this. This is from itpro.co.uk. Real fast, just a couple real fast ones. We'll get to APOC and we'll get back to this if we got time. Microsoft is building a Teams tool that can tell if you're bored during a video call. Well, that, this should be fine, right? This should be fine. What about this one? Uh, Axios. Now, trouble for workers who turn cameras off. Uh, stunning stat. 92% of executives at medium to large firms think workers who turn cameras off during meetings don't have long-term futures at the company, according to a new survey from Viopta, a software company. Why it matters? The data adds grist to the worry that hybrid and remote employees have expressed about the post-pandemic world. That those who choose to work from home, some, most, or all of the time, will be out of sight, out of mind for bosses. Well, nope, they think you're a clown and they're about to fire you. And there you go. (laughs) There you go. That's what this is about. That's what I'm fucking talking about. This is not just about sales anymore. It starts to become that Orwellian big brother for every damn thing that happens. And this is insanity. 702-957-1037. Thank you so much for the phone calls tonight. Let's go to APOC. APOC in Oklahoma. Are you there? Test one, two. Test one, two. I am. Can you hear me? Good evening. We 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 conquered Hi. we conquered the Discord monster. What's going on tonight? How are you? <laughs> we did, thank goodness. Yes. Um so I missed the first two hours. I am so sorry. Had stuff to do. That's okay. You're but, you're forgiven already. Instantly. Instantly forgiven. Uh, Boop. <laughs> Thanks for confessing. <laughs> okay. Um, but I called in before Jen, um, or I was in the queue before you uh, got got Jen online, and she actually men- mentioned something that I was going to talk about, and I think Jen would be an excellent salesperson, and here's why. <laughs> um, I was in sales for a very long time, and um, I was in, at one point in time, I was in a, a, a phone room. With 60 people in one room on one side and 60 people on the other side, approximately. And we had sales boards. And me and a few other uh, girls, mostly, uh, sat (laughs) together. And we had some 
similar sales styles and that's why we sort of grouped together and then we had the bullies which usually chose kind of the front of the room and the bullies would get tons of sales right off the bat um by midweek they were like um one to three on top of the sales board and by the end of the week their sales started dropping 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 and ours started rising and rising and rising and here's why um they there's something called um buyer's remorse right and when you bully people into buying something they are much much more likely to return it return that shit and never come back return that shit yes yes indeed right and me and the other girls, we would literally just use statistics. We would go through and find the people who wanted to buy something, right? We sold magazines and shit. People, I almost thought about catching myself on the bad word, and I realized we're in the third hour, so I'm good. Go right ahead. Um, but, but they would... Um, Basically, by the, by the end of the week, they would be so upset with us because we were like one, number one, two, and three almost every single week towards the end of the week. And they were one, two, and three towards the beginning of the week. And they were like pro salespeople. They were manipulators. You know, they were they would do anything and everything to keep that person on the phone until they sold them something. And that was their mistake because they would literally manipulate and bully them into buying it and then two days later the next night they'd think about it and and you know go nope i don't want this and so i think jen would probably make a great salesperson um (laughs) probably probably. but initially um i was gonna call in about um NLP and in uh, neuro linguistics, they have something called eye accessing cues. And I heard, <laughs> I heard you mentioning something about <laughs> facial recognition and and uh, probably uh, what's that guy's name? There's a guy who did like certain facial. Uh, looks and and stuff like that what is his name there's a lot of guys that do that anyway like the body language right the the, 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 the first one the yeah. first one he went like all over the world and he studied people in like tribe different tribes and stuff like that he went all over the world and he studied these things and i in learning nlp recognized that there is something to the eye accessing that means when you except for 10 percent of the population will reverse it from right to left but if they're looking in one direction and to one side um they will be accessing information from one part of the brain and if they're looking down and to the left they'll be accessing uh like kinesthetic stuff if if they're looking from right to left uh just normally that will be auditory and up is visual now the challenge with this 
is that some people learn this and they go out and they teach police officers and they teach groups how to tell if somebody's lying or telling the truth. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Nope. No, no. Pseudoscience. It's like, it's like, like a lie detector. Like I was saying, now, right? Now the, now the truth is not pseudoscience and the truth is that is where they're accessing the information. What is pseudoscience is saying that you can tell if they're lying or telling the truth because that is absolutely incorrect. If you know which direction somebody is looking, you know where they're accessing the information. You don't know what they're doing with it in the process, right? You don't know that they're not going to a remembered uh, memory and then going over to a constructed memory and constructing the remembered memory into something that forms properly in this context in a constructed uh, memory and what they're trying to say is if you're in constructed accessing that means that you're lying and that's bs that's bs same thing with the guy who did the facial cues in my opinion it's all horseshit. you can know i'm with you yeah, it's all horseshit. well you can you can approximate what people are 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 feeling but you can't know why Okay, you can approximate contextually, basically, kind of what somebody's feeling, but you can't know why and you can't be certain because everybody has these combination locks of of emotions, right? They have these these um, these things that create um, a whole separate experience within them that it that is for them as opposed to somebody else. And so, Let's say you think somebody is frustrated or angry. They have one that's supposed to be anger, right? Well, let's say you see this thing that looks like anger, but in this person, it's frustration. Because guess what? They don't have all those other things that lead up to anger in that little context. So it's it's very minute the information that you can get by using facial recognition or facial stuff and eye accessing cues it's minute and the you know i'm i'm just saying it's it's i've studied this stuff it's very small the amount of information that you can get from it you can get certain stuff but you have to know what you can't get which is certainty if you ask me yeah, no, there's no such thing. And like I said, if you've ever taken a lie detector test or, again, any of that other stuff, like it, it's all, it's all bullshit to me. It's all it's all it's all the fucking voodoo box, right? And it's all like this manipulation <laughs> game, this like intimidation tactic. I have I've I've taken lie detector tests. Uh, so when I was a young man, I've told this story a few times before, uh, and there's several stories because I take a few I, I took a few lie detector tests, and they're bogus because I wasn't lying to anybody, but these guys were suspicious of me for some fucking reason, and I'm like. Like what do you like? What is going on here, right? And it's like so they were like, oh, you know, you tell us the truth, right? So it's like it's like they unhook you from the thing and they talk and they stomp around and they raise their voice and they wave their arms, and the whole time I'm not shitting you. The whole time you you're like, you told them the truth, and they're asking you embarrassing ass shit, you know? Like, oh, have you ever had sex in public? 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where? What happened? Right? Like, I'm telling, like, this is the shit that's going down. And you're like, you know, you're feeling bad enough as it is because you're like spilling your soul. It's like fucking confession. But then on top of that, then they're like, oh, we don't believe you. Right. And then they, they unhook you. They stomp around. They yell at you. They scream at you. Say, we know you're lying. Right. This, that, the other thing. Again, I've told you guys before. And again, taking some heat on the fucking comments for some reason, because I've never taken like actual drugs. I drink some beers from now and then, and I'm like, I'm the devil because I did that, right? But I've never taken actual like illicit drugs, meaning illegal, right? I never have. It, what, like read into that whatever the fuck you want, but like people don't believe it. They don't believe it. No, I didn't. I'll tell you why I'll go. Hold on. I didn't get a government clearance job. I was just trying to be a cop. But so point being is that real quick, this like this is a this is a long story short, is that uh, it. I was telling the truth that I had nothing to hide. I still have nothing to hide. So it's, it's one of those ones where they hook you up to the thing. Right. And if you like, if you're clean all the way through they, they they won't accept that right until they think they have something on you. And so I was clean all the way through, but they peeled all the shit off and screamed at me and yelled at me and told me this and told me that, and then hooked me back up and said, no, we're going to ask you these questions again. Right. So what do you think happens to you? Like your mental state to like your heart rate to like, the shit's more agitated, right? Cause dude's screaming at you and waving his arms and telling you you're lying. And you're not, if you're not lying, you're super mad. Right. Cause you're like, fuck you. I'm not lying. You know what I mean? So like you get mm-hmm. mad. So, of course, you're mad. They hook you up the second time and then ask you the same questions again. Your shit's all over the place because, like, your emotions are just frayed. Again, back to emotional manipulation, right? You can't tell. It's all fucking pseudoscience and exactly like you're saying. I just wanted to interject that story because it's important to this. Like, you can't. Yeah. Like, like uh, truth and, and being deceptive are very complex notions because, like you said, like, maybe you withhold information because it's embarrassing, you know what I mean? And you say, yes, I right. had sex in public, right? And that's it. And they're like asking you to elaborate. And I said, I did, I have. And I said, I'm not going to elaborate, right? I don't, I don't want, like, I don't think those, 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 those details are pertinent to the job, right? And I was just trying to be a cop, by the way. This wasn't like a government job. I was like young 20s. You know, and they ask you ridiculous shit, like, have you fucked a chicken? You know what I mean? They ask you stuff like this to like literally just throw you off of like your base reality so that you're right so so basically they want to subject you to a bunch of stress and see if you're able to kind of hold your cool in the in the basis of that it's 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 if that's not pseudoscience i don't know what is i'm not even kidding all that's true i'm not making any of that up that is crazy i mean there are um some good and some bad lie detector people who will just ask the questions try not to use targeting questions like uh, stress inducing questions um except in the beginning when they need to adjust the thing there are some good ones out there but since i guess you were doing the you know trying to be an officer they probably i I would assume i guess (laughs) just wanted to screw up your your certainty you know the feeling of certainty that you had in and uh see how i mean it sounds military to me it sounds like some shit that the military would do and i hate i mean i I hate to say that but it's like that sounds like some definite 
manipulation there. And it, you know, did they not want you to get in? Did they, I mean, it just, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, but yeah, most of the time you still are not going to have a purely accurate lie detector because you don't know what these people are going through in their minds as you're doing the test. You don't, you have no idea. And what if, what if they have some, uh, PTSD going on and, and this is triggering some of that? What if they, you know, have issues related to certain questions that you're asking that are completely unrelated to what you're trying to find out? What if, what if, what if, what if, you know, it's like, it's, it's crazy to think that they would assume that they might actually get an accurate result in those situations. And maybe, maybe sometimes, yes, but typically you're just you're not going to know you know you're just not going to know for sure you know what the funny part is that's why they're not that's why it's not allowed by the way in the in the court systems even though they still still use it in police yeah exactly it is it is pseudo fucking science that's why uh for the record too by the way i was almost hired by several departments in the san francisco bay area and uh for whatever reason like i i think the first the first lie detector test i had was a um it, 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 it traumatized me because they did that like they they turned it into a big fucking thing and so like it literally just turned and and i'm telling you like literally like like if you're a square kid and i was i was a square kid i'm still a square old dude now like middle-aged dude or whatever (laughs) but like but like my mom uh so my 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 father cop 30 years retired my grandfather cop 30 years retired and i knew all all along right i I couldn't get away with shit because if i did they they'd hear it right like they'd hear it so like I was just good in the fact that I I didn't want double double ass weapons and I was a good kid right so like you know what I mean so even if you thought you could get away with something you couldn't because it would get you know it, it, it like like for instance people that don't have their father as a police officer could uh, you have something happen and maybe get arrested or whatever or driven home or for some shenanigans I couldn't uh, if I did that my dad would find out right so that's that's the point so I was just I just avoid I was like whatever i i didn't have kind of that that devil's streak in me as you might call it anyway like my sister did by the way but um so just saying just saying but like but right so like so so i, I but but i, I kind of didn't have that like mean streak in me you know we can all be mean but anyway but just point being like i just didn't have anything to hide i still again like people don't believe me i never smoked marijuana i never have right like but it, to me that's not that big a deal to other people they like demonize me for it. like i'm it's so fucking dumb to even like, but but still, right? They ask you that on a lie detector test, you say no, and they're like, even back then, because I'm old, but back then they were like, no, 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 right? No, no, you did it, right? I'm like, no, what do you like? No, back then I hadn't even had alcohol. The first the first drink of beer I ever had was when I was thirty years old, right? I was just teetotaler, clean, clean wow, clean. and so people, like, but they didn't like, right? So and this is what I mean. So it doesn't just like you're describing. It doesn't sort of quantify who people are it can't because people are complicated right and that's the thing right and I, and there's reasons i did those things and chose to make those decisions right because i, di- I didn't want to be a, a drunk 22 year old you know like i like there's or or you know like loaded all the time like i just didn't i because I, I knew people like that and I, you know i had family members that were like that and i was like god i just not no right and so it's complicated. So you can't like take a binary like, oh, this person's lying or they're not lying based on the thing. And then based on like a demographic of the, I mean, this was a, I guess I can say it now. Like oh, one of them was uh, the first one that really fucked me up. My brain was Oakland PD, Oakland, California. 
I actually mm-hmm. applied to be an officer there. And I got all, I passed all the shit and got all the way down to the lie detector test. And that motherfucker, whoever that guy was, he put into my file, uh, whatever the fuck he put, whatever he thought was wrong about me. And it followed me forever. So I was never a cop. Mm-hmm. And the crazy part about that is I feel kind of blessed that I wasn't. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like good. I'm glad, right? Like they lost out, and thank God I may have gotten a shot when I was 25 or something. You know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, fine. I'm fine with it now. But you know, but then yeah. you took it super personal because people didn't believe you. People just don't believe you. They don't believe your story. You know, they think that you're a demographic or a right or whatever the fuck they think you are. They don't think you're like an individual with like your own choices and your own decisions. And your own decisions, by the way, could be anomalies or outliers. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. I mean, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and in a lot of cases they are because normal is not precise, you know, and that's just a fact. It's not every single human being is different in different ways. And you don't know if they're different in the way that you're trying to analyze or not, you know, and, and we're different because we have different experiences and because we were born with different personalities. And so it's, you, you just can't, you can't synthesize this stuff like they're trying to do and you can you know you might be able to take a little bit of that that information and and try to fit everybody into one box but they've been trying to fit us all into one box for eons anyway right (laughs) and it just you know it's not working (laughs) it's working a little bit but but then you know you have the people who want to know, the people who are quest- having, who are asking questions, and the people who are starting to understand some stuff, and and so yeah, you you definitely can't rely on that box, on that synthesis, on that on that micro analysis of a minimum amount of facial recognition stuff and eye accessing or whatever, just. You know, you can't rely on that minimum amount of stuff to absolutely know anything. You just can't. There's too much to us, too way too much to us than that. It's complicated. And, um, it's complicated. It is. It is. And it's wonderful that it's complicated because you know what? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it doesn't make it easy. <laughs> it doesn't make it easy. And, um, and, I just want to say, I think you're absolutely right. I think it was actually a blessing for you to not get into the force because even though it probably would have been 
very awesome for a while. Um, who knows? You might not be with us now. So I think some or, things happen for a reason. Yeah, that might have been it. Or again, yeah, I agree. I'm, I agree. I like I count my blessings every day for everything, right? For everything. Yeah. And so the thing is too, like like you said, it, what if I did? And what if what if I you know turned into a bad cop or you know because uh, by the at the time by the way there was a bunch of like really dirty cop shit going on in Oakland. There probably is, but I mean it's yes. like it's like you know what I mean. Like you kind of survive particular ways. And you make you make decisions, especially when you're young. Maybe decisions you might not want to make. So who knows, right? Like like maybe uh, again, again the same river walking into the same person you know twice never happens right and so so maybe at that time i was susceptible and maybe i would have turned into a dirty cop like who knows right like like i've always tried my best to be a good person period no matter what and I, you know I, like everybody we have our failings right but still uh, i think kind of given that sort of power that sort of um right uh, at a young age like that i was a young 20s like 22 or something it was a long ass time ago but uh, it changes you. It changes your brain. It changes the way you like you think about things. It changes the way you think about people. Uh, it changes it. But again, also, by the way, uh, I've known a ton of cops because, of course, my whole family has been cops. Like I said, my father, my grandfather, uh, and I've known the police department. I played on their softball team like they all knew me. I knew them, that type of thing. Like it was it was that. And so I'll tell you, and this is why I'll defend cops in general terms, because you can't malign cops in general terms because cops are people and there are good cops and there are bad cops. Just like you can't malign, let's say, uh, Hispanics or right, like whatever, like whatever you you, you pick, whatever you want to do and be as as bigoted as you want to be. There are good people and there are bad people, period, period. There are exactly. very, very good cops out there. There are very good cops that you guys are. We we collectively are blessed. They're out there, but there are also some son of a bitches that shouldn't be out there at all. And that's just the way the right. world works, isn't it? That's just the way the world works. Absolutely, and and you know, and, and reminding me that it was Oakland. The, it, do you think there might have been a possibility that they knew you were a good guy? No, and I, didn't want that to you know, and and they didn't want that. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard a lot of theories over the years talking to because I do I do know a lot of cops. Talk to them about the process and the, and and uh, some of the theories I got was uh, they they don't like uh, individual thinkers. They don't like people that kind of challenge them when they say they're lying. You're supposed to submit. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. So and I didn't. Mm-hmm. I got I got mad, super mad, and like I don't know. Like I don't know about you. Like uh, uh, it's less of a problem now. But when I was young, like if you seriously pissed me off. I was like a bull, right? I would see red, like my whole fucking, like I would have to like have 24 hours to just cool the fuck down. You know what I mean? So it's like, if people call you a liar and you're not lying, that was one of the things, you know, I would, I would go red and it would literally my, I, 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 without knowing what my heart rate and all the rest of that stuff looked like on their meters and whatever else, right? I knew everything was elevated. So, right. <laughs> right, like I, well, I was pissed. And so it was one of those, right? And so much so actually they called me back a second time to do another one, right? I mean, because, because they probably knew they had agitated the fuck out of me and it was like, but point being, so, so not about me again, like I said, my, my personal experience with lie detectors and that whole bit is this bullshit. It's, it's a fucking voodoo yeah. box of intimidation and they want to tell you what is true about you without actually even knowing what's true about you. And that's why I'm like, right. no, no, we're like, like, oh, trust the science, right? Except the courts won't. <laughs> why won't the courts and the courts are corrupt as fuck by the way too <laughs> they won't even trust that shit 
I mean, yeah. Just saying. Just saying, right? Like, yep. here we are. It is crazy. It's fucking crazy. Oh, I go did ahead. want to mention one more thing. Yeah, go ahead. So, so you were doing emo- emoticons earlier or emojis? Yes. Right? Yes. We are. Oh, you're talking about that? Yes. Go right ahead. Did you. Did anybody bring up the connection between emojis and um, uh, hieroglyphs? No, actually, no. That's that's a fantastic point. Go right ahead. Love yeah. to hear it. Well, I mean, just if you think about it, we we are now sort of communicating in hieroglyphs when we do emojis. You know, they they used to do hier. I mean, hieroglyphs are just images for what for that have a meaning, right? I've been looking into some um, Egyptian hieroglyphic writings and stuff um, just recently, and. And they all make sense to what they're talking about. You know, a boat looks like a boat. And, uh, you know, if you have nothing, it's two arms sticking out from side to side. And that's very similar to uh, to an emoji. And I kind of wonder why we don't have that hieroglyph as a, I don't know, emoji, <laughs> because it works really well. <laughs> but, wait, but, wait. You no, know, I mean, it's, go ahead, it's go really ahead. interesting. It, no, super interesting. So, so like I said earlier, <laughs> right after Jennifer called, uh, try and like uh, put out uh, like an entire thought just smashing emojis into your phone, and that's kind of what hieroglyphics were, weren't they? <laughs> it was kind of like that. Exactly. exactly. We don't have enough good em- emojis, though. I mean, we could, but I mean, we. Yeah, I think we developed the skill of emoji communication and had like a really defined language for that emoji communication. There is probably are probably enough emojis to get by, right? To have a conversation if we really like stuck with the with the definitions. <laughs> they yeah. had like in the in hieroglyphs, they had like they have them like numbered, so they have like a small a one a b1 so let's say ab1 is the same only slightly different to a a1 and so it means something slightly different so you have these uh subtle differences in in the words and literally each one represented a word right um and or and or a phrase but then you can you know translate it into just words and many of them actually represented three or four different words depending on the context with which they were being used and so uh, but yeah i mean we could literally get an emoji language started again and maybe that's how maybe (laughs) i'm drinking the maybe juice it's it's yerba mate tea I picked up some yerba mate. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that worse than smoking ten packs of cigarettes? Did we talk about this? <laughs> I've been doing some research. I feel somewhat comfortable. <laughs> all right, I'm just, I'm, my hey, favorite. Hey, we all make our own decisions. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun. <laughs> well, I'm trying to I'm trying to quit smoking, so I have to like supplement with something, okay, right? right oh, enough. I wasn't going to say that. Anyway, <laughs> Fair enough. okay. No, no, uh, you're, you're you've officially quit as of this moment because I said so. Oh, shut up! No, not yet. Almost. <laughs> no, no, okay, no, I'm getting no, there. I can't, I can't do it. I can't. It's to be another like two months at least. I'm giving. I'm doing it slow. <laughs> anyway, so what? What if? What if? How about this? What if we? had or the egyptians or the sumerians or some culture before the sumerians and the egyptians potentially had cell phone technology 
Oh shit. And they and they like communicated in emojis. And then that's where hieroglyphs came from. Right? It's all a big circle, maybe. It is no, it sounds like it's a big circle. <laughs> like I said, uh I'm I'm gonna try and uh at some point, I got some surprises for the show. I, I can't. I don't know if I could do too much of that because maybe I'll do it on like a not non radio show, but like we'll do something like that. We'll, we'll like uh, either uh, <laughs> some emoji communication. Wait, wait, wait! Before you before you say anything, I haven't. I I have not quite synthesized my idea yet, but I'm going to give you the highlights right. for something that I think would be really cool, and it is somewhat related to Egypt. So, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. In part. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. Whatever. You're welcome. Whatever. Let's do the thing. Let's uh, let's figure it out. You're welcome to be here. You know. You know. And uh, there you go. That goes for everybody else too. You guys. You guys know. Look. Look. If you're, uh, I hate to use the term because it like paints you as like an asshole. But you know, it's it's like a non-Mason term too. If you're on the level, meaning like if you're just chill, like you can come here and talk about things. Look, I talk about things I don't believe, right? But the the point of my me being here is not to like tell you what I believe, or else I'd be like just some asshole right and i try my best not to be an asshole let's talk about things i don't believe let's talk about things that uh, other people believe let's talk about why these things are maybes and uh let's consider all of them you know i, I think it's an important aspect and that's uh yeah it's, it's super easy to just be like a like a pound the desk and shout what you believe asshole but it's uh it's <laughs> it is right it's easy like you like you like it's judgment it's uh you know criticism it you know it's it's all that like we we could all do that you could i'm sure you could do that apoc right like you got you got your beliefs that you like they're like locked actually, into actually it it would be very very hard for me to do that because that's something that i've always disliked and i've always sort of run in the other direction of and i don't i don't appreciate it and i don't like being around it that much and so you know i can kind of try to be in an environment where that's going on but it it's um yeah it would be really difficult for me to do that i would be playing a completely different part i i do not like i think anger and you know pounding your fists and just da, 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 i think that's a form of manipulation yes it and is and i don't and i don't like manipulation and sarcasm is a form of anger and anger is a form of manipulation and so sarcasm and manipulation and anger are just things that's why i did sales in the way that i did because i i believed literally that it was wrong and i didn't want to treat people that way you know so no it would be really hard for me to do that <laughs> sorry that's fine uh, so that's okay. uh, i'm going to disagree with you and uh, tell you that no i'm just kidding <laughs> I'm gonna tell you you're wrong, Apoc. You're wrong. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Uh, Algo adds in the chat like Crow seven 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 says, "Belief is the enemy of knowing." It's there you one. go. It's a good one. It's a good one. By the way, Crow seven 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 is on Rockfin. By the way. So if you sub up to Troubled Minds on Rockfin, you get all of Crow 777's stuff, all the paywall stuff. Of course, you know, since I plugged him, you should probably do it on Troubled Minds and not, right? But Crow 77, but you still get, uh, or if you sub up to him, you get all the Troubled Minds stuff as well, which, by the way, is getting locked down, uh, all the extra shit. So uh, if you've noticed, <laughs> so uh, it's it's coming. I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know how to change the world, APOC, uh, but, uh, we'll do it, uh, one minute at a time, one word at a time and try and remain present and understand, uh, what we can understand. How about that? Is that fair enough? Amen. 
Absolutely. Amen. Sounds right. good to me. Sounds good to me. Anything else you got for us tonight? No, I think uh, I think that's, that's all I could think of. <laughs> Perfect. That's fine. That's good. That's fantastic. That's a, that's exactly where we need it to be. Uh, so look, this okay. is the deal. Uh, APOC here, good friend of mine, good friend of the show's, just got a podcast. Check it out. And I'm going to be on that podcast soon. She just doesn't know it yet. It, you go to uh, links in the description. It's called her podcast called Apocalypse Now. Tau, sorry, apocalypse. Tau. Oh, see, apocalypse. See what, tau. see what I did there. But see, it was a play on words. It yeah, was see, a play on words. Just because you, you just so you, you got just, it. You just mind fucked me. Apocalypse. Tau. Check it out. Links in the description, and I will be on that podcast soon. Apoc doesn't know it yet, but it's about to happen, and uh, we're about to do that. Uh, you started uh, putting up new episodes yet? Is it coming? Not yet. Okay. Uh, when you it's are, gonna be at least at, it's going to be at least after next week because I'm going out of the property and hopefully finishing up and getting out there real soon. Once I get out there, then I'm going to do a podcast. So yeah. Perfect. When, whenever you're ready, let me know. I'm happy to help you out. You do. You know where to find me. You know where to find me. You're the best. Right on. Let's do it. There you go. Uh, Jennifer says it's like the old song: "You have to stand for something, or you'll fall for anything." And uh, that's. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure I like that particular term personally, because I think it's a. Uh, uh, I think uh, uh, that's attributed to Malcolm X. Uh, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. I think is what he said. Um, and so I, I think in my terms, when I listen, when I hear that sentiment, I think it's like us or them, right? I, I don't like it. I don't like it. And again, right here we go. Here, here's where the here's where the the people are like. I know what he's a racist. Uh, Malcolm X said it, and he hates it. No. Uh, I, I don't like binary um, uh, things like that. And no offense to you, Jennifer, of course. You're brilliant and all that good stuff. To me personally, that sentiment, um, somebody told me that when I was 20. And I was like, wait, so if I don't believe what you believe, then I'm with you or against you? Like, I'm confused. There's no nuance. Like, uh, And again, right? Like, it takes you 20 years sometimes to figure all this shit out or to, like, come up with your own concepts. But yeah, but yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Amazing. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's let's bounce it. I think uh, phones phones are clear. I think uh, Discord's clear. This is one of those downer shows where everybody's like, eh, I'm not into it. I'm not really into it. And uh, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, all right. That's cool. It's all I good. had fun. Nah, yeah. Hey, hey, look. Hey, look. It's important to, like, plant your feet both on the real world and uh, not, uh, you know, like, like realize what's happening to your left and your right and not the up and the down, right? Uh, that's that's it's 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 important. You gotta look both. You gotta look all directions, not just uh, not up and down. Is the most fun, but uh, but left and right, <laughs> left and right for sure. Right, you, you gotta look sometimes and uh, see what the hell's going on with that. But okay, it's okay. That's what I'm saying. Like uh, I've been at this for far too long to be like, oh, the engagement's low. I'm gonna go cry cry into my beer. No, we'll come back tomorrow, punching harder, <laughs> talking about other shit. It's all good. It's all good. Now, these are the ones that kind of fill in. They're, they're the glue that makes troubled minds what it is that uh, we're not afraid to talk about shit that isn't like instant clickbait constantly. And so there you go. There it is. There it is. Let's roll it. Roll it. Anything else, APOC? I'm about to smash this thing and get the hell out of here because I got I to gotta submit my taxes before midnight Pacific time. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. No. You sure you don't want to punch me in the face? Uh, to, no, <laughs> it's all ready to go. I just got to like smash, smash and pay. I'm not going to give them any money any sooner than it has to be given. So there you go. All right. And, uh, there you go. Yeah. And so there, there it is. All right. All right. Uh, if you want to punch me in the face and tell me I'm stupid, uh, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> no, you're no, you're good. You're good. I, right. I, uh, 
I'm totally in that uh, category. If I were doing the taxes, then I would be probably exactly where you are right now. Uh, I'm, I'm super just mad. saying. I'm super mad. You bust your, <laughs> bust your nuts all year, and they're like, thanks a lot for helping us out. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go spend your money poorly, and... Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll see you next year. <laughs> <laughs> next year, I will be doing the taxes, so I will probably be exactly where you are. Okay, well, there we go. So. Well, I'll put it on the calendar, calendar to commiserate on tax day again. I, th- I think that's Definitely. part of it, too, it is where we, uh, you know, uh, it is the day that it is the day. But if you're, if you're happy today, well, ascended masters don't pay taxes, I guess. <laughs> 40s is calling for, a, for an APOC outro. <laughs> um... Hmm. Hmm. Let's see. I got one for you. I don't have anything right off the bat, but let's see if I can think of something. All right. Can I do it before the music, or are you going to do the bass? Go go ahead. I'll I'll buy you a minute or two if you want to go find something real quick. Uh, uh, What's up? Uh, uh, Great call, Apox. Jennifer 40 says, uh, yep, awesome call. Exactly. Apox, fantastic, 100%. Uh, What's up, Jennifer says, it doesn't have to be you or them. It's about being you, and that takes strength. Amen. Amen to that. 100%. Yeah, there you go. It's about uh, about perspective, right? Uh, Let's see. And Jennifer says, and if people can't leave each other alone, it's a great show of weakness. Be you, your own person. And those who can deal with that are strong like you. You can disagree and still be alive. Yeah, amen, right? Amen. There you go. There you go. There you go. What's up, Jennifer? If you need someone's approval, then you're not living. That's what it means. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, too. Uh, here's here's one real quick before I was going to send this to APOC, but I'm going to say this as the outro. And this kind of fits, right? This is from Marcus Aurelius, the philosopher king of Rome. He said this, your days are numbered. Use them to throw open the windows of your soul to the sun. If you do not the sun will soon set and you with it. And there we go. I saw that and thought that was fitting. (laughs) I thought it was fitting. Hey, brass balls in the back pocket. You may as well, right? Like why? Like, why are we going to be afraid? Like we're only here for so much time. Like fucking like scream at the moon, like get out there and scream at the moon. I I was not built for that. I was not built for this. I was not. Right, but I thought that time's running out. It's a uh, yeah, philosopher kings of old. When we would have a uh, moonlit night that was very very bright, I used to go out to my favorite deserted road, and um, many times there would be fog out there. So I'd park in my favorite spot, shine the headlights on the. Um, on the road where the fog was and I go out and I dance in the moonlight with the fog. That's like the best feeling ever. I love it. Absolutely. There are, there are, there is magic out there that needs to be found. And I think it's our job to find it. You can quote that to Michael strange. <laughs> it's our job to find it. All right, let's roll it. Was that the quote you got? You got something else? Cause I can smash the music. Was that it? No, I'm looking. Okay. I'm, I'm still. That's fine. All right. So a uh, couple, couple of quick things before we go. Uh, we got uh, what's up? Uh, what's up? Uh, not crab apple says Buenos noches. 
Uh, buenos nachos is what I read. <laughs> What's up, Ronald? Uh, yeah, uh, 416 Cube says they definitely prey on our weakness in terms of left-right paradigm talking point shit. Agreed. That, that's exactly what this is, right? Like, they literally are using that against us. But again, like, think about it in terms of, like, um, people and political parties and the media using emotional manipulation. Once you add the next layer of, like, again, we've talked about this in the past, but uh, algorithmic control of every data point of your life and then trying to use that against you to maximize the amount of money you spend to them. (laughs) Right. Right. It's not to improve or enhance your life in any way. It's about uh, maximizing the amount of money you spend to the powers that be right. Like that. There's a huge fucking difference there. It's a gigantic difference. Right. So one thing like Jennifer said, Hey, early in the chat. And when she called in, it's not good at sales. I was like, you know, hey, you don't want this, so I'm, why am I going to try and sell this to you? It doesn't work for you. It won't work for you. And that's right. honest, that's an honest salesperson, honestly. But, right, uh, it's like uh, if you're on commission, well, the dishonest salesperson will be like, no, no, you need this. Here's why you need this, right? And continue to chase you down. It's um, that's what I mean, right? It's uh, the world. The world is a the world's a sick place. Just be careful. And uh, Jennifer's got it right as well, which is super hilarious. Average intelligence is a beautiful thing. <laughs> Roll it, go with it, chase it. Don't give up on it. Uh, keep keep learning as much as you can. Like I said, I'm not I'm not some super genius, right? I'm probably fancying myself average intelligence as well. And it's like, hey. Uh, just uh, just just learn from yesterday that you where you failed, you know, and tomorrow you won't fail the same way, right? And literally, in pure time and pressure, again, like, like I always say, it's um, it it, uh, it starts it starts to work itself out, doesn't it? I think I think it kind of it does. does. Yeah. And I've I've got two I I can read that are decent. They're okay. decent. All right, I'm gonna click the thing, and you got the thing, and here's the music. All right, we're doing an outro. Okay. If you uh, here we go, we're gonna we're gonna smash the thing here with Apoc of Apocalypse Tau podcast. See that? I almost said Apocalypse Now because well, it is not Apocalypse <laughs> Now, and that's how clever she is. And uh, because well, I agree, it's not the end. If we don't want it to be the end, we we have a say in this. And uh, let's roll it. Here's the music. There you go. Wait for the bass, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cryptids, robots, androids, replicants, and all things in between. I present to you my good friend, Apoc. The greatest glory in living lives not in never falling but in rising every time we fall nelson mandela nice love it life there's another Go ahead. life is 10 percent what happens to you and 90 percent how you respond to it charles swindoll and that's the truth 100 percent look uh, another one I can't remember who said it but like the only thing you control in the morning is your attitude <laughs> so do it do it do the thing you're the best uh, please give APOC a follow uh, I will be on her podcast soon I'm forcing myself in there whether she likes it or not give Jennifer a follow as well what's up Jennifer uh, in the description I will be on her show soon as well whether she likes it or not I'm going to bully myself in because well hey you guys have been so kind to me I feel like uh, we, we need to be kind to each other so when you're ready you let me know you guys know where to find me and now uh, there we go let's get the fuck out of here it goes like this if you want to help the show there are a few ways you can sub up on Twitch 
Rock Fan, of course. Again, if you sub up to Rock Fan, links in the description down below, you get Crow 777's premium shit too. Hey, and, and Michael Tracy, uh, Abby Martin, The Empire Files. You get uh, Sam Tripoli. There's so much cool stuff on Rockfin. I don't know what you guys are waiting for. Uh, the, the other one is, of course, Patreon Direct. You get some inside stuff. The uh, the, the actual, uh, what do you call them? The, the bonus shows on demand, right? If you catch them live, you get them live. If you show up halfway through, you can't go watch it back because, well, it's a paywall at that point. Uh, again, it's a way to support the show. It's a way to give uh, people that do support the show extra content and information and just uh just chill just let's just be together and chill it doesn't have to be like they tell us it is i I reject it entirely i reject politics entirely no (laughs) no 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 everything is not political and that's the way this goes all right let's go let's roll let's get the fuck out anything else say pot you got like 30 seconds if you got it (laughs) <laughs> there it is. That's what. That's exactly what. Uh, that's exactly what forties uh, wanted. All right. Uh, all right. So let's get the hell out. Here's the here's the thing. Bad news is we're done. Good news is God willing we got tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, seven p.m. Pacific. We'll see you guys tomorrow night. Have a fantastic one. Don't be afraid to be yourself. Don't be afraid to be different. Different is not not bad. Different is good. If you look at the herd out there, what a shit show. Please be different. Please be you. Please be kind and true. And uh, with that said, it goes like this: Be sure. Be strong be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. Thanks, Apoc. Thank you. You too, James. Everybody follow James Salcedo, Salcedo Paranormal, of course. Whenever, bro, let me know. You know where to find me. You know where to find me. You know the best days for me. All right, here we go. Clicking it. We're done. Thanks again. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.